This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions. Panther fans unite! My name's Tony Dunn. Cody Lashney, how you doing? TK's in the house. How you doing, my friend? The stat daddy. But I think Derek Brown, hey, man, he deserves that dab on him. Uh, dab on him, Phil Snow. Dab on him. All the same. Yeah, 100%. We can just Mine is going to go to the fullback. I'm going to dump on the Richie guy. Dab on him, Shaq. I'm going to put the towel on Matt Rule. Uh, you know, y'all took all the good ones. Only one post game. Roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers post game show. Back to life. Back to reality. Back to life. Back to reality. Oh my goodness. The Carolina Panthers got blank today. And what turns out to be a big old dose of reality. Oh my goodness. PJ witnessed the Walker blunder. Ugh, man, nothing. You know what is like? This is this game was so bad that even um, a I don't know. I don't even. I guess Baker Mayfield's the only thing that was all right in this game at any point. And even that sucks. Uh, my name is Tony Dennis, the C Three Panthers post game show. Welcome back, Cody Lashney, my wheel man. Uh, that was a tough watch right there. Dude, you know, uh, some people say that the opposite of love is hate, but that's not true. The opposite of love is apathy. And man, after the Panthers build you up and build you up and make you think that they have a chance to do anything, they just cut the knees right out from under you. And it makes you question, why do I even follow this fucking football team? Well, you know what? I feel like I might know y'all's answer. And it's because you get to get this therapy session, man. I couldn't tell you what else or what other reason it would possibly be for. Today, this therapy session is dedicated to the best Panther fans in all of YouTube. You know them and love them. It's Alex Mex Pro, Brandon R, Dalton Fidel, G-Baby. Oh, you know G-Baby's got so much shit to talk, man. Jamie Revis. Joshua Hall, Michael Johnson, 
Mossy Man 789 News, Shane Reed, Chuck and Mogul, Underground West, White Chocolate Espresso, Tony Dunn, ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll. Joe Mixon with five touchdowns today. Um, he was a wrecking machine. Joe Burrow, uh, in the face of any type of pressure, just throws dimes all the time. And the Carolina Panthers blundered, stumbled, and fumbled their way to a top draft pick. Good news, CK, the Lions are winning. Nope, right. uh, they they went down by three just with 16 minutes left to go. So the bike, or I'm sorry, uh, the the Lions did beat the Packers. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it is. I'm talking 15. about the Commanders. Uh, the Commanders uh, were beating the Vikings, um, and that would have been good for us, but that didn't work out. The Jags um, won. The Jags won. Um, I think really a lot of things in the scores have shaken out for the Panthers to get a top top draft pick. Now, this was not an entertaining watch ck no. it's this is a bad one this it was, was bad. a bad one i don't even know i mean was it the worst ever yes. i don't think so. yeah yes i mean you gotta think one like up. like one of yeah one, sure they scored 28 points in the second quarter alone we were mad about our defense giving up 30 points last week they gave up 30 in the first half like that's that's how bad this was if they didn't pull their starters and they didn't put uh their backup quarterback in there, um, this would have been a worse game than it was. Um, this was a horrendous out uh, outing uh, by this entire team. Not one person, not one uh, one player, not one uh, coach. It was the entire team did not show up to play today. Um, you can't even give Baker a pass in this situation. He almost threw an interception against backup players, right? Um, the dude's coming in, I mean... <laughs> Those are all people are going to look at. And, and Greg had talked about it in our little uh, chat we have uh, during the game that all, only people are going to look at and see 21 to 42 and think, oh, well, it could have been worse, right? It would have been worse. If, 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 if the Bengals wanted to continue to run this train, they could have just destroyed us. There was nothing we could do to stop them. Right. There wasn't a single good player on our squad. Greg, um, PJ Walker. Oh, buddy. Witness the Walker blunder. Oh, buddy. Three completions. For he was 30% on the day, 30% on the day, mm-hmm. a whopping nine yards passing. Mm-hmm. He almost mm-hmm. had more interceptions than yards. Zero. Oh, wait, no, he actually, yeah. look at this. He almost had more interceptions, the same amount of interceptions as he did completions. Yeah. <laughs> he had three That's- completions. Two interceptions. Uh, I don't even know if it was, look, he was bad, but, you know, people were dropping stuff too before then. You know there, what I mean? There's, there's always excuses. And look, you know what? I just want to come out and say that, like, I went on a hill last week with P.J. Walker, not saying that I didn't like him or that job. I thought he couldn't do it, but I went on a hill saying he's not the guy and I'm not ready to sign him to be the franchise guy. Not saying he couldn't be, but right now I'm not ready to sign him. And I took so much shit for it. But you know what? I didn't die on the hill today. Like the shepherd in blood and fire, I took that hill like he took all the hills in King's Landing, baby. I took that hill today because I was proven right that last (laughs) week was the one outlier in P.J. Walker's career of him having a good game. And that good game was backed up by 120 yards rushing. 
and a great defense. Okay. So, well, I don't say great defense. They gave up 34 points, but either way, what I'm saying is I was on this hill last week. So for the people who called in, I'm the guy with the beard in the bottom corner, trash and PJ. I want to see y'all call in today and talk about this because I have stats to back me up and I will always go with the stats. There are always variables to the stats, of course, but I called it last week and said I was not ready for this guy. I wanted him to work out, but I was not ready to sign this guy to be the guy. And he showed this week that he's not the guy, period. I think I think the majority of Panther fans, and this is to the defense of anybody who was on this train, right? I think not a single one of us was ready to sign P.J. Walker to a five-year franchise <laughs> type of deal. My God, right? I wouldn't even sign him to a five-year five right? game people, deal. No, not not a people, single, man. not a single. At least on this panel, right? G. Baby wants yeah, to talk panel, about that. Cody we was Cody's ready to start him at no. quarterback oh, next up. year. Yeah, I never you're, said you're I right. I'll say on this panel. Right. No, I said yeah. start him at quarterback next year. The argument was always, at least from reasonable fans, was always. He deserves an opportunity. From what we saw, he deserves an opportunity to show what he can do. He got better uh, year week over week. His performance was getting was enough to get us excited about this team uh, again, and that was enough to make us want to at least give him an opportunity to be the guy. Not a single person. And G baby, you can go back, try to pull the receipts all you want, bud. You can sit there and say that we aren't listening, that we died on that PJ Hill. We did not. Cody and myself, we did not die on that hill. We said from the get-go, P.J. Walker has a lot of positive traits, and we think that he has a, he deserves an opportunity to prove he can be the guy. This week, yeah, he right. didn't do that. Yeah. I don't he even know how. Opportunity. Um, so it's like all he can blame is himself. I, I just want to say that going forward, there is no good option for the Panthers at quarterback. Agreed. Like you, bet, you better absolutely hope that C.J. Stroud – or Bryce Young, or whoever the hell the Panthers are going to end up drafting with a top pick, you better hope that they're ready to come in day one. Because if not, then what else are you going to do? What, are we going to go and try and trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think the 49ers are even going to let him go now at this point. It's like, what are we actually going to do? The Panthers are, listen, I know my fandom dates back to 2011, and I remember the Panthers before, but it's not. it's more blurry to me than it is for some of y'all. But what I will say is this, it's certainly in my time being a Carolina Panther fan, there has never been a more embarrassing consecutive or three years in a row that the yeah. Panthers have just made themselves the laughing stock of the NFL. It starts with David Tepper and his terrible hires. And listen, you know, me and Greg were kind of arguing today, who is this loss on? Is it players or is it coaches? And I think at the end of the day, you have to say it's absolutely all of the above. Mm-hmm. Our coaches go, went back to that Ron Rivera, uh, you know, off-man coverage, safe defense. Even when they knew that they were going to throw the football, they wouldn't load the box when they were going to run the football. This team looked like they were actively trying to tank for a top five pick in the draft, dude. You can't trust them. You yeah. cannot trust the Carolina Panthers. Back to yeah. life. Yeah. Back well, to reality. I want to say that I want to get out in front of this, too, because while I will tout that I did, I was in that hill of P.J. Walker not being the guy, I also was championing for Steve Wilkes to be the guy, like I said he was. And I'll get out and say, I have mm. no problem admitting when I'm wrong. And I can say that maybe I was a little hasty with that decision. Maybe he's not the guy. I don't know. Because a lot of this problem, you're right, we had a big – 
you know, discussion about this in the in the in the man cave while we're watching the game, a, a lot of this was on coaching too. It wasn't just on PJ. It wasn't just on 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 players. It was on coaching too. So I want to get out in front of that and say I was wrong about that, and I'll admit that I'm wrong about that. The PJ Hill though, I'll take that one. I don't know. I don't even like. Uh, I don't know really what this tells us about our team. Is that I don't. Yeah, <laughs> it tells us who I mean, we thought they are, who we thought yeah. they were. Yeah. Right. Before this past two weeks, they are who we thought they were. Um, we let a few again. We we said it after the Tampa Bay game. Um, damn this team for getting our hopes up. Like we knew yeah. then that we weren't going to be like we got our optimism up, but we knew in our hearts that they were we were inevitably going to be let down. Um, it, it, even to the point to where God, I hate this team for making me feel hopeful again. Right? They did it again, and uh, and 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 we've learned our lesson time and time again. But I tell you what, that tells me that I'm a true fan. That I continue to look at the positives and I continue to be hopeful about this team when there's really not a tremendous amount of evidence to do that. Um, that means that I want this team to win. That I want them to be successful. Um, and I know that the argument is wanting them to fail now is giving them long-term success. And that, that's just not the mentality that I've ever had being a fan. I want to watch good football. I want to be happy being a fan. And they unfortunately have not been able to do that. One of the arguments we got into last night on the Madden simulation is if we're drafted in the top 10, do we even take a quarterback? If we find if there's a guy that's not uh, that we don't find that we're in love with. And the argument is you have Matt Corral. If there's a guy that you're not absolutely in love with, then you don't draft them in the top 10. And I said, if we don't draft a quarterback and we're picking in the top 10, we there will be riots. There is not a shot in hell that this team does not draft a quarterback if we're in the top 10. And it does not. It's not even a yeah. question mark at this point. No, I mean, it's like, uh, again, it would be malpractice to not, you know, um, and I don't even like I don't even think like, like I guess Cody's right is like you better be ready for that rookie to come in and play because right, right. there's really not a lot of other options. Uh, Let me to, ask you, are we are we ready for a rookie quarterback with the offensive line we have the the offensive weapons? Are we no ready for weapon? A we got nothing to come dude. in and play. Dude, this team got nothing. So if we picked so, up a wide receiver in free right. agency with Deontay Foreman, DJ Moore, and the offensive line we have, you don't think we're ready for an offense or a rookie? Well, yeah, but, but look, but look, how about this though? Now we're hearing rumors that not only did the Rams give up, or were they willing to give up a twenty-four and twenty-five for a shot pick? They were going to give up a second-round pick as well. This then, year. Right, right, yeah, and then right before the game starts, there was a rumor that the Packers. We're going to trade a first-round pick for D.J. Moore. And that's where it's like the Carolina Panthers don't even know who they are as a football team. They literally took Derrick Brown out of the game due to I think illness. he was hurt. Okay. Yeah. They said it was illness on the game. Like, yeah, he was just sick of this bullshit team, and they pulled him. This seemed like a team that was looking to tank. And they, they didn't get all these draft picks that they could have had. It's like, what are we even doing, man? We look foolish from top to bottom. Absolutely foolish. Yeah, agreed. I don't know. Um, is that... Am I missing Super Chats? We got one. We just got one that came in, right? Yeah, we only got one. Michael Johnson says we won't be good until the ping pong tables are gone. <laughs> Which <laughs> I, I, I still believe in. I, yeah. I'm still on that. Um, so... I don't know. I think this is that. I mean, I, th I think I keep in Burns. We're going to have to sign Burns now. If they don't sign Burns, then it will go down as like the biggest 
blunder. That was what Cody was saying earlier. He was like, it's a so Carolina Panthers if we didn't trade him and then we don't sign him. <laughs> like, it's such a Carolina Panthers thing to do. Cody's right about that. Mm. Yeah, 1,000%. Like, imagine if we didn't trade him and they would just let him walk. And, I mean, that's what they did to Curtis Samuel. Well, that was the whole point is, yeah, yeah. All right, um, let's just go ahead and get in the calls. Um, I mean, like, really, I mean, I don't know what else to talk about other than that Joe Mixon destroyed us. Yeah. Like, I mean, Cook, God, I don't even know. Well, the calls started at 2.43. Oh, God. Oh, Kev was trying to say, was this the Panthers or Clemson playing? Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, by the way, my my wife's where the Georgia Bulldogs straight destroyed the Tennessee Volunteers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which helps which helps everybody. One is it exposes doesn't that make Hendon Hooker less attractive? Yeah, uh, not I if mean, you ask, uh, not if you ask uh, Panther Pickle. Yeah, he loves his Hendon Hooker. But uh, I mean, look, he, he's older. He's older by all quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, wow. And I mean, he's know, older uh, than Sam Darnold. And he's in a very simple. <laughs> He is in a very simplistic offense, the same kind of offense Matt Corral was in. It's a heavy RPO, you know, but they do a lot of that stuff. They scheme their receivers open real well, not too many reads. He's okay mobile, but I don't know, man. It seems like long sledding ahead, man. <sighs> All right. Well, let's see. Let's go ahead. The number's 252-228-5098. We'd love for you guys to call into the show and let us know. Um, what you're thinking about this team, how they're going to go forward after such a destructive loss in so many ways on every possible front, and how awful was it that um, they... Man, I knew once they started saying Steve Wilkes was showing them movies uh, like past Panther teams and how tough they played, I was like, oh, God, this is about to get bad. Cody, take us into the calls, please. Like, God, so... Sure tough. Thing. So tough, tough. Two, so what are your thoughts on catcalling? Yeah, it's pretty sh- You shouldn't do that to somebody. And how did that make you feel? Uh, very uncomfortable. So how do you think catcalling makes the person feel? It feels good, like... Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, then he didn't. All right, let's see if we got it. Here we go. He called again. There we go. What's up, guys? First time caller, month-long listener. Oh, my. Um, nice been listening to the Welcome previous to the podcast here a little bit. Uh, had a few thoughts for you guys. Um, I, first off, I agree with Tony. Kickers do not lose games. You wouldn't say that about the offensive line. Their only job is to block and to not get penalties. What did Brady Christian do? I think he had four or five penalties that game. Uh, Second topic, Keith Wilkes. Mm. I think he's got the respect of the locker room. I think he's a hell of a coach. And then I think you open yourself to all sorts of problems if you fire him right now and don't give him a shot. And then I had another little uh, little question for you guys. Let's say we are picking number two, maybe even number one next year draft. Do we trade back? And the hooker's looking pretty damn good. I think he's got something like 21, 24 touchdowns with only one interception, bringing back a Tennessee team. 
that most people wouldn't put in the top four this year. Look at the latest CFP ratings. I mean, come on. Um, I think you leave PJ. Uh, I think you re-sign him at least to a one, maybe a two-year deal. Uh, let him bridge over to Hooker. A lot of people don't like him because of his age, but I think he's a hell of a QB. Uh, they need to extend Burns now before another defensive end signs for even more money. Uh, I think we draft and we trade for a tight end next year. And my biggest question is why the fuck ain't Brandon Smith in the game? He Motherfucker's was. a dog. We saw it in preseason. That's why they drafted him, put his ass in. Sorry, Cody. Matt Corral is not the one. He just ain't. Hendon Hooker's got more talent in his left foot than Matt Corral got in his whole damn body. Uh, Even including that foot he can't walk on right now. Zing. Mm. And then I think we use those couple picks to pick up a top D uh, defensive end and a top wide receiver. You probably get one or two, uh, one first-round pick, one second-round pick for that top spot. Hell, you might even be able to get two first-rounders. And then what y'all saw on drafting a safety and then moving Chen to the linebacker position, make him the absolute captain and commander of the defense square in the middle of the defensive field. I dislike all of it. And then last thought of the day, extend that motherfucker foreman now before he gets more and more pricey. That dude is a dog. He's Derrick Henry 2.0. This is uh, this is what happens when I play. Oh, ignorance call. is bliss. Ignorance is bliss, man. Uh, this, is- this call was before this game. That's what I'm saying. He was ignorant of what the reality of the situation is uh, now, like I was. Hey, man, like I, I blame myself for letting the Carolina Panthers get my hopes up into thinking yep. that they were actually going to be a competitive football team. That's on me, man. 100% shame on me. Yeah, you did this to the fans, dude. This is your fault. Your fault. Uh, for me, don't even give I shit. feel great. I feel great. What I mean by that is, God, this sucked. But, you know, I said this on the Friday free-for-all that the funniest part about this was we're here going, oh, fuck the Giants. They suck. Oh, man, fuck the Seahawks. They suck. And then we're sitting here at the bottom of the worst division in football. <laughs> like, yeah. What kind of assholes are we? All right. Uh, let's get to a call of someone who – um. Well, this is a call from two. This is from two fifteen today. Let's see, maybe sure I got the right. Uh oh, man! Uh-oh. Complete foolery, idiocy, at its fucking finest. This is G baby. This is, I'm calling it at halftime. I'm about to go buck wild on the panel. Hey Tony, let me have, let, let me shine today because we had some fools, some idiots. On the motherfucking panel that was that were literally trying to fucking promote PJ Walker and this sorry ass fucking team that we're watching right now, motherfuckers trying to fucking promote the dick sucking PJ Stalker Walker fans. Where are you Walker fans at, man? <laughs> Let me have the fucking panel today, Tony. Let me do work for you, G. CK and fucking Cody, like y'all make me fucking sick. And and to be quite honest, bro, y'all are just as bad as fucking rat rule. Y'all are a bunch of rats, bro. Oh, I'm gonna call it how I fucking see it, bro. Y'all, uh, football IQ is complete fucking pathetic trash. Ah, I can't back that. Greg, I you, might, you, you and Tony might be the smartest motherfucker on the fucking panel, bro. 
I can back that. Greg ain't no fucking fool, bro. <laughs> I can back that. Bro, Greg ain't no fucking fool. He tried to tell you guys, man. Oh, we going buck wild today. We going buck fucking wild today, boy. We going buck fucking wild. Hey, Joey the Joey the Blind Panther, bro. I wasn't even gonna say nothing. I'm gonna take the high road, bro, because I don't want to be the stereotypical angry black man, bro. But your blind ass can walk around that fucking Bank of America Stadium, bro. Bring your blind ass on the free for I'll say that shit to my face, bro. Oh, God. And let me know when your balls drop. Drop. I'm calling in today, boys. I got ammo. And I'm feeling juicy. Yeah, Cody Lack. Cody Lack, the same motherfucker that was trying to fucking tell us Ed Reed went to fucking Clemson. What the fuck are you talking about? I thought you knew your fucking dog's a slip up, damn it. I've been to say Brian Dawkins. Uh, don't worry, it's famer. like G Baby will oh, turn his sights on anybody. I've gone yeah. from the smartest, dude, well, the dumbest dude to the smartest dude. Same with Greg. Greg. Greg's been in his crosshairs plenty of times. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's just like yeah. G Baby is so like back and forth <laughs> with the panel. Like he'll be like on our side and completely hate. He's every right one of us. though. He's right. Is that Cody sip the the syrup or whatever the Kool Aid too quickly? Yeah, call Walker G. And you, Cody, let's just be honest. Uh, like G Baby will turn his crosshairs on people. You dig in on a position and you just won't budge. You know, when it comes to and I think the like for the Matt Corral, PJ Walker into next year is like that's your position and I feel like you won't budge. Like, I commend that though. I still not. I, I'm still not even wrong. Sometimes it's on the verge of lose. just being. It's no, just stubborn. Sometimes they it tried can to be, lose. Yeah. They tried to lose, and they didn't even put up their best performance today, man. So I'm still right. And what, G baby, rub my nuts. <laughs> so my 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 oh, defense oh. here is again. I mean, now I can't speak for Cody. I think Cody does die on his hills from time to time. Um. I but for, for for me, like <laughs> even with even with my sta- st- stance on PJ Walker last week, if you go back and listen, like my argument always was, and, and, and my argument with with Greg was, you can't say that Steve Wilkes is going to come in here and, and earn, earn the starting job after the two weeks that he's had or three weeks he's had, and say that PJ didn't do the same thing because he played well enough. Um, and and unfortunately, they both uh completely shit the bed today. Um, and so I think it's fair to say that not, not everybody was wrong in that case. I said that PJ Walker has the ability and he has the, op- he's earned the opportunity to try to win that starting job. But at the end of the day, he didn't earn it. He, he lost that, that opportunity after this game, in my opinion. Um, and so G baby, you can continue to die on the hills you're talking about. You can say that people don't have, uh, have IQ, uh, all you want. You can try to attack people's intelligence, but I'm telling you, brother, you're wrong on all accounts, and your assumptions about what our opinions are are completely wrong as well. So uh, before you come in here and start making those accusations, why don't you go ahead and start looking at some of your your misses on in, in, in recent history as well, Dante Jackson being one of them. Yeah. Uh, I'll agree with you on that. You guys are much smarter than me. So as far as football IQ goes, I would say there's by no – I wouldn't agree with the football IQ comment. Uh, uh, but, uh, I mean, you know, we all we all pick hills to die on. Right. You know, and and and, and, I, and I'm admitting right now that you know I was wrong as well last week with with Steve Wilkes and you well know, well well CCK, you know uh, right, right there. So I want to know is who uh, who's regressed the most in your mind of with confidence going forward. Right? Is like so. I think one of the things we said in the last show was that uh, you can't use 
a three-game sample set of good games to verify something, but then if you use a three-game sample set of bad games and not use that, right? Like, I mean, it's like, and, and the comment I made was this, is that if you're ready with PJ to make a determination after three games, then you should also do that with Trevor Lawrence after three games. And I don't think either one of those is a wise move, right? right? Um, so I think we, like we said, and that we need more information, right? Last week is a lot of what we kept coming back to. I think this is that I really thought that PJ was playing himself into a long-term backup quarterback role in this league. And today's game was so bad that I think he might have gone back to what he was before that Atlanta game uh, and people's minds or even that Tampa game. And then I thought that really Steve Wilkes was doing an, uh, an admirable job really making a strong case about salvaging um, the wreckage of the Panthers season. And today was such a destruct like shit show that like even I think he has walked you know like today's game really made us kind of question at all all of those things if Wilkes should be an option right uh and that sucks you know because I don't know is that like look is that I look at this game and I know it was bad but it was just like everything went wrong you know, I mean, it's like I don't even want to blame only like PJ or like nobody did the the defense. I would say that they were out there and exhausted, but they also just let people run by them. Yeah, it wasn't that, even that, like they were tired. It was just like, hey, look, they scored. Think of this: they scored forty, what forty two points. Hmm. And if you look at the stats. The quarterback only had 206 yards passing. He only threw the ball 28 times. Mixon only rushed the ball 22 times. You know, I mean, not like only that's, I mean, that's a good look, but he had like, he, he didn't even have like a 200 yard game. Right. He had four touchdowns on with 153 yards and he had one receiving touchdown. He was four for 58, dude. He had, he just single-handedly destroyed us. And it was almost like the Panthers just were like, and he's not even that good. Yeah. I mean, he's good. He's back. a good running back. I've always been the guy. I have not been a, like the biggest Joe Mixon fan. Like I know a lot of fantasy people have really liked him because he gets a lot of work. You know, it's like volume in Cincinnati. I mean, he's good, but it's not like it was, he's like a elite, like a Christian McCaffrey type player. I mean, it's just like this is that we got punched everywhere. Yeah. We got like punched in the practice. face every yeah. Well, like we like didn't even did like we just sleepwalking out there at all, man. Like, what was the game plan going into this game? What was with yeah. all the off-man coverage in this game? Why mm -hmm. are you not moving CJ or uh, uh, JC Horn around and putting him? We don't never do that. But why? Why don't we? But do why that? does it even That's matter? Look, point. they didn't even have a, their biggest receiver <laughs> had sixty yards. It's not even like they were just killing us in the passing game. I'm saying they we just are, we, we turn were, it over and they just run up the middle. 
and we get a touchdown. Push the pile, which is players. Yeah. Football team. No, no aspect of this team was prepared. It, it, it honestly feels like we let them walk all over us. It was, mm-hmm. it was a bored, uninspired performance. Nobody wanted to go out there and make a play. I mean, dude, if you're Steve, you're trying to put your name forth as the new head coach of the Carolina Panthers. You cannot have a performance like that and expect for someone to give you a shot next year. Yeah, Nor, mm-hmm. you yeah. don't. You don't. You shouldn't well, expect it, and you don't deserve it. What What sucks is everybody's going to claim that Steve will, and, and it's to to a certain point, it's true. It's never been given a chance, and, and it's like, well, what? Like what team hires a head coach that's good? Like fires their head coach and hires a new one that's good. Right. So realistically, everybody going in, it's like a first round, like a first round draft pick quarterback or a number one draft pick quarterback. You're not going to go yeah. to a good team. Like, yep. like every chance you get is going to start out bad. That's why a lot now, of those kind of back end first rounders sometimes do well because they're just they're not bad enough, right. those mm-hmm. teams to right. And, and 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 saying that, it's like I think Wilt should have gotten a longer shot in Arizona because he wasn't given a chance because they gave him one year and got rid of him. But as far as Carolina goes, he's the interim guy because he was the best guy at the option there. He's a good coach, you know, for what he does. But I don't think that if he doesn't get signed next year with Carolina, <clears throat> we can put up the not giving a good fair chance type deal because it looks like going. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply into this that he was probably never had a chance of being that guy he was just going to be an interim coach god i mean it really this was a i didn't even get mad in this game isn't that weird like it was not even after the first quarter i was like oh yeah i was just like uh you know as soon as they came out and went down the field and scored seven i was like "Uh uh-oh and then we turned it up, you know, we went three. I think I tweeted this. I'll see what time. We'll go to the next call. But I tweeted, this is about to get ugly. And I think it was when it was them about to just go up 14 nothing. I, like, I, like, uh, I felt like Ron Rivera was back to being our head coach. It felt like a Ron Rivera coach game. No emotion, stoic, cold, conservative. It's tough, man. You're going, it's a, a road game. This is like, this is the type of environment where you get blanked by a good team you know and look they got a good quarterback this is a get right game for the cincinnati Bengals. this was a get right game for them and right now they got the same record five and four i think they said on the broadcast um that they had last year as they started to go to so if you know you get imagine if they had jamar chase in this game 
Oh, oh I, don't, I don't want to imagine that. Why would I want to imagine? They didn't even have to throw the ball, dude. That's the thing is they didn't really have to throw the ball. No. I mean, they – and I was kind of – I was probably most mad when they did. They were up like 30 points, and then they were like throwing bombs on third. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, yeah, and, and, assholes. And to be fair, like they scored 28 in the second quarter, but uh, like one of those was off like a, a 15-yard field after a turnover by – by uh pj walker so i mean like this is awesome look at this uh first drive the the Bengals go 11 plays 90 yards oh it was terrible uh score touchdown here this is the the, this is panthers this is crazy uh five plays six yards Mm. um they then went then we got them off the field we made them punt but then this is awesome. This is like the worst. I've never even seen a drive. This four plays, two yards. <laughs> four plays, two yards. And uh, I think everybody played themselves out of a job today. And yeah. I, I to the point where I was starting to get excited about Terrace Marshall Jr. Even he's a, he's a bum. Can't catch. He's a pussy. Dropped a few of them, yeah. That hey, Eli, he let, Eli Apple body. not that man. He, I, I actually no. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm being too hard on him, but like he is when he catches the ball, uh, he looks like a hands catcher, right? It looks like he attacks the football, which is what you want to do as a receiver. You don't let the ball come to you; you go get it, you know. And uh, I just, I was, I was mad that uh, he got muscled by Eli Mapple on that play. I mean, it's a tough catch, but Tommy Tremble too. He ain't, nobody did PJ any favors either. So like while PJ was three for 10 and it started to fall apart once he started throwing those, um, once he started throwing those interceptions. But before that, it was Terrace Marshall Jr. Drop pass, mm-hmm. Tommy Tremble drop pass. I mean, that Tommy Tremble one went like, <laughs> whoop. Right through is like it might as well. It almost hit him in the face. It may have, <laughs> you know. Um, you almost need to do like in the movie The Replacements, the guy who couldn't catch. He was like super fast, and they Orlando just Bloom. Yeah. threw the ball so fast that it stuck in his helmet. <laughs> like, that's what you needed to do for Tommy Tremble. Anyway, um, look, we've got two hundred twenty-six people watching right now, which is pretty cool is that here is despite really probably the most apathetic and i'm telling you i like uh this was a game i'm trying to think of one where i was less i'm not even mad i wasn't even mad i was just like "Mm." you know i laid on the couch i watched it eh? didn't even i mean it was just like oh crap this is we got woke it was just a dose of reality here so um give them what they want give them what the people want yeah, I mean, look, uh, you're damn sure not coming here for Panther football, right? Because the Panthers are embarrassing. But what you do come here is to get your rocks off with the voice that knocks your socks off. Talk to them, Big Papa. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have arrived. We've hit rock bottom once again. We thought we climbed our way out just a little, little, a little bit of climbing. And we found ourselves right back down at the bottom. Carolina Panthers come in here, get destroyed by the Cincinnati Bengals. And now we are looking forward to the draft once again. And you guys have come here to talk about the Carolina Panthers and their 
underperforming, or maybe you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan and you're coming here to gloat about the Bengals' performance without Jamar Chase. Without Jamar Chase. But you haven't hit that like button yet. I have one thing to say to all you absolute freaks. Subscriber shame. Two hundred and fifteen people watching, seventy-three thumbs up. Listen, man, the Panthers may be inept, but you can help us to not be so inept. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe, hit that notification bell for every single time the C three Panthers podcast goes live. It supports us. It supports the channel, man. What else are you gonna do? It feels better than pulling for the Panthers. So hit that like button. Come on now. Put your feet up on that couch right there. It's the therapy session as the Carolina Panthers fall 42 to 21. And really what was just a, I mean, I, I feel like the 21 doesn't even, I don't know. I don't even know if there's a legitimate touchdown. Maybe the first one by Baker, like the rest is just the Bengals just trying to go mm-hmm. home at this point. The number's 252-228-5098. Let's go to the next call. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is James Barrick, Monfils Evangelista, reporting to you live from Houston, Texas, where the game is not quite over. Currently, the score is 42 to 7. Uh, I woke up this morning at 7 a.m. and drove to Houston, Texas from Dallas, Texas, because I am a performing musician that had a show last night. And I made that drive so that I could get here, set up banners, set up everything. Be at the host bar. Um, Damn man. Yeah, guys. Um, I quit. Yes. I'm done. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even dealing with this bullshit anymore. I'm no longer giving this team the effort that I put into running a fan chapter. Um, I will keep my Roaring Riot membership. I'll always be a Panthers fan. But until this team does better than this. They don't deserve my time, effort, and energy of running a chapter of the fan club. And that's just how I feel about it. Uh, keep pounding. Love y'all. Y'all keep doing what y'all do. Y'all are troopers for doing this every week, multiple days a week. Love every single one of y'all. Y'all are amazing. Keep pounding. Keep oh, pounding, man. man. What is that energy? Hey, man, you know what? Go take a breath. Go take a breath. You know, you, I, I still hear energy in his voice. I still hear energy. He hasn't quit. Yeah, but this he's upset at this moment. He's upset at this moment. He is angry. You know, you're in an argument with your wife. You're mad. It's that initial anger. It'll subside a little bit. But you're right. (laughs) Running a fan club here. Just think of this is like, man, the Lions fans have to do this. The scariest thing, though, that. Uh, Cody said on this podcast, like maybe a month or two ago is like, we are the lions. Yeah, absolutely. Worse. But well, I mean, like, no, I mean, and I, I don't mean like the right now, like the team I'm talking about the team, the yeah. organization. It's like, yeah. it's, I don't care about a team on a single year basis. We are right. now. I don't know how much more at the bottom it can really get. I mean, we could be winless. I mean, like, that's where, I mean, like, we've won, what, two games? This is, today was uh, such a baseball bat to the face. 
I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, sorry, I'll say I'll, I'll counter you there. Like I can see what you're saying about being the Lions, but here's my here's my memory of the Panthers. Okay, since day one, I've seen the NFC Championship game in the inaugural year. Okay, I've seen the Carolina Panthers be competitive multiple years of of their existence. I've seen two Super Bowl appearances. Okay, one MVP come out of Carolina. Great defensive players like like uh like Julius Peppers. The entire time I've been alive, I can't say that about uh, Detroit. Now, while we are similar in the last few years to what Detroit has been in there, from what I've known, the existence of Detroit, I've never seen Detroit be a good team ever, even be close to competitive. I think one year Stafford, they the playoffs. Who they one had year, Stafford? They had one year, and they went to the playoffs. With, uh, I think who was one the time with Stafford, black right? quarterback? And the lost, black and coach they, they had, and they lost the game exactly. So, so we're not quite on the uh, the the Lions level yet but it's been looking bad the last few years so i have to push back on that a little bit i've been here since day one we've had successful times we may not yeah have yeah yeah but we're seasons, those are getting far in the rear view man times well no we're, we're, we're just burnt out it's not been that far few. it's been five years ago five years ago we were a decent team you know we we just we, we're walking been, into so commander land True, but we're not walking to Detroit Lion Land. Can saying. I just speak to this call for a minute? Dumpster fire. And by the way, shout out. He has we a, need David Tepper to listen to this. He call. has a crazy name. Barrowcat. Pardon me, brother. You, you know I'm, I'm going to mess up the name. But uh, to this last call, that's the fan chapter. This is what I say every time Noah and uh, Connor come on. Like when you don't, year after year, when you don't give this team or this fan base, rather, anything to cheer for year after year, and you just mm-hmm. keep on cutting the fans out at their knees. Oh, then on top of it, the Panthers are the fifth most expensive game to go to in the NFL. Oh, like, every cool. single thing. Is that really true? Yeah, yes, that's yeah. really true. I believe I'll, it. I'll, I believe I'll it. Pull it up, I'll pull it up in a minute. <laughs> I believe it. It's I'll a nice stadium. It's not even a great stadium. But, like, yeah. what are you going to do for these fans they're just like, fuck it. Why am I even trying? Like, yeah. the, the team gives us all this hope and emotion and then comes out flat as a pancake? Why is that acceptable to anyone in this organization? Why is this bad? Why did you not trade Brian Burns if you knew that you were going to have this kind of energy level today? Why did you not trade DJ Moore if you knew that you were not going to have this kind of energy level today? It's dumb as hell, that. man. And I don't, well, you know what? They're dumb they didn't come to today's game expecting to play like shit, you know? Well, I mean, you know what? It's, it's still dumb on their part that they feel like this team is, you know, in a position where are, you're either going to tank or you're going to try and compete for the division. And the Carolina Panthers don't even know which one they want to do. That's easy <laughs> to say in hindsight. It. That's easy to say in hindsight since we got our asses beat today. But just last week, you were talking about the possibility of us winning the division if we, you know, if we won that game. So even you last week thought that this team, which with, we got to go with the, that, <laughs> what they're basing their thoughts off of, is a competitive team. So you know they they didn't know coming out today they were going to suck as bad as they did. I guarantee you they didn't come out thinking. Let's suck it up really bad today. Was there no? You know, so I mean, you, but, but that's why hindsight. Was, what, why did none of the Why right did now. none of the players on this football team look interested in getting a victory today? Why? I don't well, know. because they, 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 they were shell shocked, dude. Week, they got shell shocked. Hey, yeah, can I? Have you guys seen that. this, by the way? 
I love no, when I find things on the internet that you guys haven't seen because I feel like I'm like always last to the party on stuff. This is yeah. the Carolina. This I would say this is the Panthers today, but I don't think we were this tough. <laughs> oh shit! Oh! I mean, she just. <laughs> I always think it's fake. Oh shit! Oh, I think it's fake almost, but like that's how no. it felt. <laughs> we just took oh one right on the chin today. Oh. The number is 252 228 What's up, C3? It's Tyler. Uh, it's the third quarter right now, and I turned the TV off and uh, <laughs> eating some pizza, and I'm going to enjoy the rest of my Sunday. I'm not watching that trash no more. That's Dude, I don't even know where to start. I took a nap. Um, the defense is just pathetic. Absolutely garbage. I think you're seeing, you know, obviously uh, Dante Jackson is out, but you're seeing how pathetic our uh, depth at corner is. C.J. Henderson, I think, is gone after this year. I think we should draft a cornerback in one of the second-round picks that we have. It's horrible. Um, I remember there was something in the second quarter there, like with the Rams offense had 12 first downs, we had zero. Um, The penalties on both sides of the football, offense line, defensive line, so many penalties, and a lot of them are being declined. Um, like, so whatever the total number of penalties we've had, I think they don't count it if they decline it, but a lot of penalties. I feel like there's absolutely zero effort uh, that uh, I've seen so far in this game on both sides of the ball. I don't know if it's the just not prepared or if the players just gave up. I mean, there's absolutely no effort, no inspiration. We've been playing well under Steve Wilkes, and now it's I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, then offensive, offensively, why are we not targeting DJ Moore? You're paying this guy how much money, and he gets his first target three minutes before the end of the half. Seriously, you cannot be serious. Like, Ben McAdoo, I don't know if it's the people upstairs told them to, hey, I want you to suck. You know, you're going to be out of here no matter what. You are ordered to suck. That would make me feel better versus them actually – me knowing that they tried to win this game. It's pathetic. And I told people last week, I'm not going to mention any names, but me and Greg were telling everybody to calm down. We want to see more PJ. You know, it's just one game. We hope he does well. He is not the answer. Like right before the end of the half, he had he was, what, two for seven, something like that, for 19 yards, something like that. And then he gets replaced by Baker. He's not even a he's not even a, a backup quarterback. And I said that I thought he could be last week. He is showing you how inconsistent he really is. And you want as a backup quarterback, let alone definitely a first or your uh, starting quarterback, to be consistent. That's not what he is. So you guys need to be taking copays uh, for the psych uh, the psych, uh, going to talk therapy. Um, you know, we'll everyone should pay you. you five bucks every call because <laughs> you're literally our doctors for every Sunday. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. I'm watching this crap. It's horrible. Uh, Baroque, pounding, I guess. Uh, Mr. Evangelista, he said this is he said, I've resigned. I mean, he literally <laughs> resigned as the chapter president, like walked out. You guys take over this shit. Gosh. Man, that was tough. It was tough. Um, I thought I saw. I think Kev Kev said this in the comments. Is that the um, 
defense fell off a cliff over the past two weeks. 79 points they gave up in two weeks. That's pretty that's pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. Um, you know, I, I don't even I know that you guys said that like they look to sleep and this and that. I just feel like they just got shell shot like run over yeah. too early and then like once it was like it was just like this they didn't know what's happening right the defense did make them punt twice in the first half right like, or I know once. I, it's just like and then the offense just was so like so bad and then the defense was bad and then they were bad like it was just like oh god nothing can go right not a single thing went right and actually that might be one of the most complete losses i've ever seen by yeah. a team it was, oh, it was across the board. Um, like, I, I wonder how this, many offensive yards we had. You got you got to keep in mind too. Like this started with the defense. I know we want to shit on the offense. This started with the defense. They had them pinned back at the ten yard line. Not yet. They ninety let, yard they drive in nine plays. Like it's not even like they took this long, like twenty play drive to drive nine play ninety. It yards. was eleven. The, um, no, it was nine plays. There's eleven plays started on the Cincy ten. First drive, right? 11 yeah, first plays, drive. 90 yards. Are we talking about the extra point being included in that? Ooh, I don't know. Because I I, I distinctly remember it being 90 yards with nine uh, nine, uh, nine plays. Let me see. I'll count them. Uh, Five-yard pass. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, hey, eight. Uh, yes, nine to the touchdown, 10 extra point. Why do they have it listed? They must They count the kickoff. Oh, it's uh, one of the plays of the drive. Look, let me let me let me just ask this question, right? And we don't have to fight about it. We're all gonna have different answers. That's no, fine. Fight about it. Let's fight about. It. Yeah, fine. Fuck it. Let's fight. I'll slack on smack <laughs> hard you around. Let's go. My uh my question is, so PJ Walker just gave uh his interview and he was like, uh, this team had no energy. There was no energy all quarters. And my my question is this. Who do you put the blame on? If the Panthers are going to lose today, that's fine. But who do you put blame on for this kind of performance? Like, where should the majority everybody. of the blame? Everybody. It, it, there, there can't be a there I think can't be a majority. It has to be everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes guys, to this. It starts with the front office. Sure. I mean, let's go ahead and start there. I mean, we we had to fire our coach this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and so every move we've made in the front office has been a disaster. Yep. Bad. So how about this is we haven't won any trades. We haven't won any. We gave away our best player, Christian McCaffrey. Nothing was, nothing's worked. Hey, quarterback stuff, quarterbacks, none of them work. There's three quarter, four quarterbacks on this team. Five. I don't even know. doesn't matter. None of them. Like, uh, this, the defense, the player, you know what? I would say this is the linebackers. Can we say the linebackers? They're on my hit list. The linebackers are bad. The team's just not good. Just not good on any, by any stretch is that they shouldn't be this bad, I don't feel like. So I think this is a collective failure. It is like a systemic fail. And I don't even think it's fair to just put it on Wilkes. You know, it's just like one of those things. It's like, hey, take this chicken. The, here's, a, here's a bunch of chicken shit. Go make chicken salad out of it. Yeah, I, I think that we had a pretty, 
pretty good discussion in like while watching the game together, me and CK and Cody about this because uh, you know we were on different ends of who was what, but I think in the end we all just kind of decided that it, it's it's got to be 50-50, man, because there are certain plays that you can't blame on coaching based on what the player does, and there are certain plays you can't blame on a player based on where the coaches put them. You know, so so it, for me, it, it's got to be right down the middle. I can't I can't put any more blame on one than the other, but it's just an all around failure. Uh, and uh, like this one, we could blame Joe Mixon. <laughs> yeah. Good, <laughs> Good God. And look, so what do you think, Cody? What do you think, Cody? What do you think? I don't think anyone on this team actually cared about winning the football game. I genuinely don't. I don't. I don't. I, don't, I, I, I don't feel think, like that's so harsh to say, man. Players, like, you ask me what I think. I think that this team <laughs> fucking gave up. You know what? And this is what I can't prove. I feel like our team could have given a better performance than they did today. I feel like they fucking chose to, to, to not. They chose to let the Bengals run all over them and, oh, what? They're going to get these coaches out. We're going to get PJ out. PJ was throwing in the double coverage. Like, literally, everyone that we gave a little bit of praise to was like, nah, fuck it. Let's just betray their trust completely. So it's like, man, whatever. Man. Or they just really are—they just are who we thought they were, though. It's like this is this is actually who PJ is. Yeah, I mean, part, this I'm, is. I'm like, willing to concede that. Like, I never once was dying on the PJ Hill. Like, that's—I think we can all agree that these guys are. Um, that it was going to be a long shot. The same way that I felt about Corral uh, not being the starter, you've got to have that same energy with a guy like PJ Walker who was undrafted. It's not, it's not abnormal. It's abnormal for them to come in here and be the guy. And I'm willing to accept that. Um, and, and that's where people are saying that we're dying on Hills. No, I mean, listen, we're, I think he earned his, his ability to try to actually get a, uh, a starting position here, but not there, there wasn't a single part of me that was like ready to crown this guy as being the next coming of Joe Namath. Right. Um, it was it was always going to be a yeah, a, but a people potential. were up here saying that we could go into next year starting PJ. We could under circumstances that they put out a good performance and made it to the playoffs. Right, nobody nobody's willing to blanket give PJ Walker the starting job. I always said that you had to prove it. I'm the guy that coined the term. It's prove it season. If you don't prove it, you're not the guy. They proved today that they are not the guy, both Steve Wilkes and PJ Walker. Is it fair though to say that the that the team gave up entirely? But I feel like this is that yes. how can how can you win a game against a superior team, right? Because they got a you know they are a superior team right now. Look, they're five and four. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They got Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is legit. He's yep. so legit, like uh, it's crazy. Uh, but here's the, the how could the defense even keep us in this game when uh, you're walking into the second quarter? You had nine, five. This is how the, it went. You went five plays. Here's first quarter five plays, six yards, two minutes. Uh, the defense got him off the field next. Four plays, Cincinnati punched the ball. Four plays, two yards, one minute. They then score their second touchdown. They're up 14. This is the second quarter, though. Six plays, seven yards. 
And then, like, I feel like this is that by that point here is where the bludgeoning starts is like touchdown there, 11 plays, 41. Cincinnati goes only 54 yards uh, to score touchdown. Um, then interception, 42 yards, punt. So we intercept, uh, interception, punt, interception. Like, how could the defense have even kept us in this game? When the offense just like couldn't even, not or they couldn't even. By the time they walked out onto the field, they were already walking off. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, I mean, like how coaching, could you? You know, I mean, I know that the defense you say like, they lose, they don't have, they have the energy. How do you generate energy on the road in a place that's just freaking? Pat- I mean, it's like, you know, a kind of a hostile environment, and your offense is like one of the worst offenses in college football. <laughs> you know what I'm oh, saying? Dude, it's like uh, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, th- if you're a football team, you can't win football games if you don't believe in yourself. And this team does not believe in themselves they as shouldn't. a unit. As a, our, our, whenever our offense plays good, our defense never does. Whenever our defense plays good, our offense never does. It, it's like there is no cohesion. To this football team, we are the blind leading the blind, a bunch of Joey the Blind Panther Esquivels looking for the football, and they can't find it. They can't find it, man. And this team did not want to win today. You cannot convince me otherwise. Do you think that Brian Burns is worthy of getting paid? So now, how about this? Is not only we have what to, about now. this? Is Cody, you said earlier that it would be the total Panthers thing if we tr- didn't trade and Brian Burns walk. for those picks and then we let him walk. But my question is, should you even pay him? So I, I was in the, the man cave during the game with uh, my man J-Subs, and he was like, name one time that Brian Burns has ever taken over a football game. I'm asking y'all. He, had, one, he one? had a good play today. He got sacked. Joe Burrow yeah, yeah, was just right. standing there. I mean, he's like, had, it he's had, he has had many good plays. Yeah. My question, when has Brian top. Burns ever taken over a football game? I pose that to any of my panelists here. I pose that to any of the 210 people in the chat room. When has Brian Burns ever taken over a football game? If he hasn't, then I don't know. Why didn't we trade him? I told you guys when we heard the news, the initial news, when we thought it was Philly that was offering it, I was like, I'm surprised they didn't take it. It was right after the Christian McCaffrey trade. I was like, I'm surprised we didn't take it. But then again, it's these futures, man. The future picks is that how does that help anybody? How does that help Scott Fitter keep his job? Does it? The Philly thing would have been good because they have multiple picks, I think, in the first round, and they have a couple of good ones right now from th- due to trades, if if I'm correct. But either way, with Philly, like I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, like go ahead and look at Philly and think they're an amazing team because they're eight zero right now. But go back and look at the players they the the teams they played and the quarterbacks they faced. They have the tenth and, and best strength and, of schedule. Yeah, let let's see if they stay eight, stay undefeated the rest of the season. I think they're, they have they're a, a look good at their team. schedule. They have a, a cake. Like, you think that they've they had do. an easy schedule so far? Wait until you see what their schedule looks like now. 
Do. Well, they do. You're, you're absolutely right. But that, that's kind of my point is go back and look at their schedule, who they've played and the quarterbacks they've played that they, they've happened to play this quarterback, this team, the week they played them. When did they've they been break very, very this... lucky, but luck goes into being a, a great team. So when did they I break mean, this news about the second round pick guys. When was this? Like, how did you like guys this, find it was this, like this morning? I woke up to it. And yeah, it was like, uh, it was around like nine. It was like early this morning. Um, I mean, I can find it. Tony, I'll let you make the call on this. I got Steve Wilkes' uh, pressure. Yeah, let's see. Let's up. see what he's going to say. I mean, like, I don't know. What is he going to say? I mean, I'm, like, what can he say at this point? It's not it's a fake. long one. It's not, even, it's not even five minutes. Let's see what my man has to say. A lot of credit to uh, Natty. Um, I'm trying to lower. Good football team. Finally loud. Finally got enough sound. Chance uh, in so many categories. Uh, we couldn't get anything going offensively. Uh, defense, we couldn't stop them to get off the field. Uh, we started slow and really had, couldn't stop the bleeding. And uh, I put all that on me, you know. Uh, got to be more prepared and ready to play. Uh, we got to go out and execute. And uh, most importantly right here, we got to find answers. Uh, and that's that exactly what we're going to Turn be it up, for. just one here. With that, I'll take your questions. Uh, that's exactly what we said, you know, short week, quick turnaround. Uh, we're going to do a great job getting in there tonight, uh, getting back into the building, uh, starting to get a jump on our rehab and uh, push the meetings back tomorrow and come in ready to work. And as you just mentioned, short week, so our minds got to be prepared. We got to put this one behind us. We got to be professionals, got to be pros, uh, start with me with the mindset and understand that, uh, again, it's one game. Um, we got a divisional opponent this week, Thursday night. we got to be ready to play. Uh, I, I couldn't uh, tell you right now, Darren, and uh, we'll be able to sit here and, and look at uh, a few things, talk to the staff, and uh, I have that answer here soon. Uh, I'm not going to get into hypotheticals. You know, right now, uh, coming off this game, we need to watch the tape and figure out exactly uh, where we are in all three phases and uh, get guys to step up as well as coaches and myself. I got you, Nirvash. Uh, it's not any kind of reason. It's not any kind of feel. You know, you're going through the process and you saw uh, what we gave up the last interception right there before half, and I felt like we needed a change. That was it. What's with the boom mic? What do you mean? There's a shadow. Oh, combination oh. Look. Oh. like somebody's defense. fingers. You know, we got to understand, even though we're in man-to-man, uh, we got to get a little wider uh, inside. We can't get reach. Uh, we got to fight and play down the hit with, as a linebacker, using our hands to get off blocks. So it was a combination of things. Uh, I, I can't really pinpoint. Got to watch the tape and see exactly. All right. Let's get this off. This. Could not get I'm done. Done listening to that. Uh, look, yeah, he's, you know what? You shouldn't even look at that tape. Well, I don't know. Is that you should probably, I mean, I know you need to burn that tape, but you probably should look at that tape and shame. You know, is that uh, you guys said they said they watched those teams. The He's like tried to show them some physicality of all those past Panther defenses and those teams from like 2014, 2015, you know, 2013. Like imagine watching that side by side. <laughs> 
<laughs> being like, y'all bitches ain't that. We got a good super chat here. Thanks, by the way. Uh, I want to just shout out to the fans here. Uh, 208 people strong right now uh, watching the broadcast, which is, um, I guess, in some ways, the post-game shows benefit uh, when we stink. When we stink. I I feel like last week and even the week before, the post-game wasn't even this big. Um, So... Um, look, is we got to band together. This is going to be a long ride, a long ride. If today is indicative of what's to come, we are back. We are back to where we were before that Tampa game. Like, yep. in fact, the draft. Yeah. yeah uh, so we got what nine more weeks? What was this week eight? Um, nine we're more at the halfway point. Nine, right now. Yeah. Nine, yeah, nine, nine, nine more, nine more of these post game shows to do. Uh, so brutality. <laughs> Uh, uh, th- thank God I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, Nervosh yep. with the super chat. He said, Burns has never been dominant. Thank you for the $5 super chat. Good, not great, not worth overpaying. He's more of a pass rushing spe- specialist and not a complete defensive end. I kind of, uh, I hate to say I'm leaning this way, which then means that it was such a big mistake to not trade him. Because if you... It's not only that if you don't pay him, it's like if you don't believe it, that he's a the dude. Like, why would you even allocate a bunch of money right. to someone who you then are going to Im- impede you from paying the guy that becomes the dude one day, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah one more, wh- by the way. I okay. wasn't done. I, I, didn't, I, thought, I thought you were done. Uh, go ahead. What's next? Uh, and then, you know, my boy White Chocolate, he's a – South Carolina fan. So these are the only little victories that he gets to have. So I'm going to let him have it. Uh, he says AP poll has something at 12, Cody. What a bad weekend. Your boy is down bad, y'all. Your boy is down bad. I need. Every I need prize to... pick we made was just destroyed. Oh, it was by... Why did we... yeah. oh God. Why and did I we. Lo- and I lost to your ass in fantasy. What a damn How? Is it already game. over? I mean, we got dude, it still. Go look at the score. You already have like 70-something points, dude. All right. Uh, next call. What's up, C3? Anthony from Charlotte. And Well, this is no surprise. I mean, I'm one of the few Panthers fans that accepts the reality that we're just not a good football team. That's it. Is that it? That was it. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's it's to the point. Quick to the point. Hold on. Let me get out of this. Right he might have gotten it. cut off. Nah, and then I'll make him back out. Sounds like I still hear something in the background. No, not anymore. Let's see. Where are we at? That was it. It was just 22 second call. All right. There we go. What's up, C3? It's Noah here again. Oh, my gosh, man. I mean, I already knew that we probably was going to win this. Not win, but lost this game. But this bad? This bad, really? Like, it doesn't make, it doesn't make no, no type of sense. Why we lost this game, you know? Like, at all. Like, we should never lost this game. And it's crazy, you know? 
I mean, I, you know, I actually want to say one thing about Baker. I do think I I want to take away some keywords, some of the stuff I said about him. So, you know, he did come out here, um, got us some touchdowns and stuff, take some type of points up on the board. I mean, you know, we have a short week because we play again on Thursday, but we need to fix something. We need to fix, like, something like ASAP because how you went into this game, I don't want to see it again because this doesn't make no sense how we lost this bad. But keep pounding, I'm out. Um, Noah, I'm going to say this, is that we should have lost this game. You know, the Bengals are a better team. We're bad. We're the worst division, and we only have two wins. We're not good. Uh, one person said in the chat that if we would have put Baker in uh, earlier, might have been uh, more form- formidable. I don't even really know at that point if that's the case. He's been so bad. Joe Mixon basically had more offense than the entire Carolina Panthers today. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. So uh, here's, let's go back to Anthony. What's up, C3? It's Anthony. Sorry, my dad cut me off. But what I was saying was I'm just one of those few, few Panthers fans that accepts the reality of where we are. Okay, we're not going anywhere. We need to draft a quarterback. If this isn't clear as hell to you guys, then every, everyone's just in denial. I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know why people get hard-ons for five-win seasons. Sometimes you just have to tear it down. This was absolutely embarrassing. I don't have us winning another game. I just don't. I think the one game we weren't supposed to win was the Bucks game. That already came and gone. Usually the Falcons beat us when we're at home. I just don't have faith, and no one's going to change that for me. This team was just downright awful, downright, just downright awful. Wilkes is not the future head coach. PJ is not the future quarterback. None of these things are what they are. You just need to tank and tear it apart. If that is not clear, then I don't know what else is. David Tepper is going to draft a quarterback. He's not going to not draft a quarterback. It is clear as day. It is the biggest hole on this team. Also, Besides DN, YGM, you're fucking garbage. We should have taken Jalen Hurts over your ass. You have done absolutely nothing in your two-year shitty career. Anyways, guys, Anthony from Charlotte, love y'all C3. You're the only thing that keeps pounding, and I'm pounding with it. But let's stay in this together, Panther Nation. Y'all are the best. C3 for life. Keep motherfucking pounding. C3, appreciate you, Thank you. You know what? I appreciate that people appreciate us. Uh, like that makes me feel good that we've been, uh, you know, that we, you know, meaningful in Panther fans lives. Uh, again, this is, uh, Tyler says, who's taking Noah to school tomorrow. I really think this would be an awesome thing is like, let's just rotate every day. Who takes Noah to school? David Tepper, <laughs> then Steve Wilkes, uh, then in a different PJ, then with all the quarterbacks in it. We need Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker, Sam Donald, <laughs> and they Joe Jacobson's tall ass in the back, and then they can go carpool with Noah. <laughs> I would say take Connor to school, but he's homeschooled. Uh, next call. Podcast oh, brothers, how y'all doing? This is Chico RCA. Man, this is a horrible up, game. G? We got our asses kicked up and down the field, man. What the fuck, man? Come on, man. Joe Mixon murders, and he's really not all that of a good running back. I'm sorry, he he's not. Nah. He's not. 
And without they start wide receivers, I swear, man, they should have knew they was going to run the daggone ball. And we got the people to stop the damn run, but the damn play, the damn defensive play call on this damn fucking horrible, man. It really was. And Baker Mayfield came in, and, hey, he threw for two touchdowns, man. My question is, yo, man, hey, this is a question that a lot of Panther fans got to sit down and think. You know, we got Atlanta this damn Thursday. Who the fuck is going to be the starting quarterback? Ah. Is it P.J. or is it Baker? Give me your thoughts on that, y'all. Sam. Or is it Sam? I think we should just start a different one every quarter. So it's probably going to be Baker to start, and then he's going to get benched. And then they're going to bring in Sammy Dimes, baby. What's up? That way we'll have a trifecta within two weeks. I I think you might be right. I think it's either Sam Darnold's going to start or he's eventually going to come into the game. I mean, well, don't get me wrong. If Baker just by chance on Thursday starts the first uh, first half off, two touchdowns, 120 yards. Today was Baker's best game. There's no reason to pull him. Yeah, there's no reason to pull him. Today was Baker's best game of the whole season. Against a backup against a backup team. Are they, were they straight all backups? They weren't all backups, but they didn't have their prime players out there for most of the second half. Once we, once we didn't open the third quarter with three touchdowns, like, you know, in in 10 minutes, then they knew the game was over. I hope we are tanking. We got to get a quarterback and look, Carl Van says, you're going to trust this team to develop a quarterback. He's like, you know what you got, you have no other choice. We're gonna be in this world right. until we get a quarterback. There's, you're you're not in the. I mean, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I don't care if Cody doesn't love Bryce. What's his name? Bryce Young. We got to. I mean, we'll, you know we'll just say that's it. So, what are we gonna do? Like, we're obviously two like is good saying, now. Yeah, two two is good. But I was saying in the in the game Three earlier, like the, we've been hearing on the on the calls too. There's no way you don't draft a quarterback. You're going to lose the fandom if you don't draft a quarterback. Even if you don't believe, if there's people who don't believe in these quarterbacks. If you don't draft a quarterback, I think you don't have anybody showing up at the stadium next year. So what do you do if you draft C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young and you still have Matt Corral? Like, what do you do with Matt Corral? Is my question. There's never going to be a legit competition. Because Matt Corral is, if we're going to have a new coaching staff, and they're going to want to go over the day draft, so you yes. better hope. Yes, and that's the better, way it should be. That's the way it should hope. be. And you are so petty, Cody. You are You're so petty. You're never going to know if Matt Corral is actually better than anyone or not. I don't care. He's not. He's sorry. He's a casualty of the NFL, bro. He's a casualty. I just said that. Did I not just say that? No, I'm saying petty. You're petty. I go this. This is what I said. Is two was good? And you're three. Oh, three years later. Well, yeah, after having oh generational concussions and fucking five broken legs or whatever the hell it's been. Okay. I'm getting hey, concussions on coaching. I'm not, I'm not putting the protection. In Can front. someone tell me who the greatest draft prospect in the history of draft prospects was, and we tell me what man. year he's in, and if he's any fucking good? No. My head two is on a much better team than Trevor. Much better team than bro. Trevor. I look. I don't give a Wish shit. I don't give a shit. They weren't a good. They weren't good last year. The Dolphins. So shush. They're just good this year. What? 
Stop! Stop with you and your stupid ass Trevor Lawrence D sucking, dude. You're the one that brings him up, and you're gonna blame because you just laughed Tua off, dude. You just said you just totally because you didn't like him because you didn't like him. No, because he's more handicapped than I am. He's more handicapped than I am, and he's on his ninth concussion. Okay. Great. Hey, good for him. That's he's the stupidest thing I ever had. He's not on his ninth concussion. He had one, two. Oh, my bad. His seventh. Okay, two. I'm sorry. Two. This season. Yes, this because season. he got this concussed, and then they didn't diagnose it, and they put his ass in the next week. So it's actually just one long concussion. He's been hurt every single year. Every single year. You, you can't sorry, depend on two Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow has had has been hurt two out of his three years. Joe Burrow's been yeah the same drafts. No, yeah. Joe Burrow got his ACL torn to shit, and then he went to the Super Bowl behind the worst offensive line of the NFL. No, he had his appendix year. removed. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. Run. Like I mean, like it's just I think you're being too. Run. Look, this is the world has been too harsh harsh on Tua. Two is out there getting it done. They're four and four this year, man. Come on, seriously. They had they had a lucky run at the end of the season. Kansas City was a better team than them last year. But on any given Sunday, any team can win the game. They won that game. I guarantee you, you run that Kansas City game back nine times out of ten. Kansas City wins. What's the what was the Dolphins record record last year? It was not. No, what is is it right now? What is it right now? What's it right uh, now? I think they are six and two, five or six and two, or five and three. One of the two. Yeah. No, I think they're like. Five or, uh, four or some shit like that. No, they're no, not. They've got a winning record. They, they've won five and three. A, gonna, no, they're five they're and like three. the best they're team in that. They're not the best team. They're not the best team they're, in their own division. What are the Bengals? Are, Dude, are the, the Bengals, Bengals lost to the Jets today. The Dolphins are six and three. Lost to the, <laughs> the, 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 the Dolphins lost to the Bears. And does that count today? And the, and the Dolphins also beat the Bills. What's your point? Any team can win on any given Sunday, man. Yeah. That's why I said the Bills. Were, the, 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 the Dolphins Bengals. beat the Bills. The Dolphins the beat Bengals the Bengals were not the best team in the in the in the AFC last year. By the Bills and the Chiefs were better than them. They just had good circumstances in the playoffs. The same way the they Giants did the, the year. The, the same way the Giants did the year they they wrecked uh He's the so petty. Super Bowl. The so same way the Panthers did the year that Jake DeLong took him to the Super Bowl. They just had a good run in the in the playoffs. Did y'all not see what Joe Burrow did to the Panthers? Today, come on, yes. Like, no, I saw what Joe Mixon did to the Panthers difference. today. I saw what Joe Mixon did, and the Panthers were defeated. And Burrow was just picking people off. Burrow's a good quarterback. I'm not saying he's not a good quarterback, but they were not the best team in the AFC last year. They went on a lucky run. Like I said, it happens all the time. A team goes on a lucky run, gets hot in the playoffs. Fine, you but you're talking about you and Tony are talking about two different things. No. I'm talking if you're comparing Joe Burrow to two attack of Iloa. And who you would pick? No, I'm talking about this. Well, no, I didn't say I would pick Tua over Burrow. Yeah, so don't crazy. even try to put that in my those words in my mouth. What I am saying is this: is I said, hey, Tua is good. He was a he's a draft pick that reminds you of the Bryce Young. Like is like you're going to talk about the quarterback that doesn't do anything fantastic but does everything well. He's that guy, and they're and they're winning with him. You know, is that and and here's your guy, and you go, oh, you're three. 
Why didn't he do it last year? Why didn't he do it the year before? And Trevor Lawrence, have the, the next Joe fucking Elway, can't even get 130 yards passing. Yeah, where's his Tyreek Hill? Where's his Jalen Waddle? Oh, that's right. Excuse. They don't fucking have excuses. They don't that's have excuses. Them. That's, that's excuses. coaching and GM right excuses. there. They don't okay. put weapons around them. They you excuses, notice how Josh right? Allen was better excuses. when Stephon Diggs came to town, excuses. right? It's almost like those things excuses. are correlated. People talk shit about Cam Newton and his passer rate. We had Kelvin Benjamin oh, and God, Devin Funches. So it's almost like those things are correlated. Okay. So petty. So petty. So petty. So petty. Petty, petty, petty. Um, we're right there, that argument. Let's see if this, oh, let's see what this goal. Tony, Cody, CK, and the Bat Daddy motherfucker. Tell me, guys. <laughs> I was reading a report that the Los Angeles Rams would have offered two first-round draft choices and a second-round draft choices for Brian Byrne. So, Tony, Cody, CK, Bat if you are – the Panthers GM, do you take that deal? Yes or no? Would you have taken that very generous offer if you were the GM of the Carolina Panthers? I'm interested in hearing your thoughts. Bye-bye. Dude, literally a few hours ago, no. I'd have said no. But now I'm, I'm saying, like, oh, yeah. dude, what kind of dumbasses are we, man? Yep. Yeah, it's we should thing. have. Yep. Right and, now, uh, in this moment, I would, yep. Do you think, or do the Panthers overly buy into their own Kool Aid at the first sight of, like you know how we, you, know, you get well, I'll say y'all, y'all jumped on it. I know Cody was like, oh, we about to be good. I mean, I kind of, I kind of like, hey, there was some hope that we weren't going to be as bad as we were. Forgive me for uh, being a fan. Like literally, yeah. that's the no, only time. No, but I've like, is that it felt like this? It was like, uh, do you remember when it was like after we went on a three-game winning streak last year, and then J.C. Horn gets, uh, you know, goes down, and you're like, oh, let's go get freaking. We're about to make the playoffs three games in. You know, like I wonder if we're if the Panthers organization bought into that too much, or is that does that really help anybody? Uh, in the in this front office or the next coach to give them future picks two that's, years later. That's two years later? But that's what I think plays into it, and we've talked about this before. Whoever your next head coach is going to be, you're going to need more than just draft picks to, yeah. you know, to, yeah. to give something yeah, to give someone to hang on to. They're depending on players like J.C. Horn, Brian Burns, Derek Brown, D.J. Moore, Jeremy Chin, they're depending on those guys, uh, Kim and Kwanu even, depending yeah. on those guys to be the linchpin of what brings and attracts a brand coach to the Panthers. And if you're going to be drafting a quarterback, you're going to say, oh, well, we're going to draft a quarterback and we have all these players that you can continue to build around. So to me, maybe it's some of that, but I, I don't know. Can you sign players? Can you extend players right now? Is that like during the part, middle of the season? Are you allowed? I think yeah, I, I think, think so. Any time they did it in the playoffs. I feel like we yeah, should just go ahead and get yeah. try to sign Bradley Bozeman. Yeah, yeah. I'm I think extensions you know. are anytime you want to. So okay. uh, I'm not positive. Uh, Bozeman, and then is uh is uh what's is Pat Elflin a free agent? I hope so. Well, we could trade him. He didn't. I mean, listen, well, I'm we no can't Pat trade Elflin anybody fan. now. We can't trade anybody now. Trade down on his past. Let's yeah. trade Ionitis for a guy who can line up. I mean, after the season, after though, that. when the season they over. have to have, yeah, they got to. I think Elflin's in the last year of his deal. 
Oh, well, that's All right. just fantastic. Uh, next go. Next go. Hey, guys. Waldo uh, here from Greensboro. Um, love you guys, but, uh, you know, today I'm, I'm, I'm speechless with the uh, game that our uh, team played. Um, sometimes it has to hurt before it feels better. So, Sure. Uh, this one hurts really bad. Well, you guys, I'm still here. Uh, much needed therapy session today. Um, y'all keep doing the good work. Uh, keep pounding. Appreciate I, you, uh, I don't know. Like, um, I think the problem with today's loss is it, it, uh, not just how bad it was, but like it, it creates that, uh, ominous sense of despair that we're going to be, that we're looking at going forward is that what is the most concerning part of today's loss is that it's not the bottom of the pool. You know, that you haven't touched the bottom yet. Right. Like, so, I mean, you're talking about this is you're talking about going, getting a new coach, starting a rookie quarterback next year and it being a long season. Yeah. Right off the bat. You know what I'm saying? It's like the site. We're going to have to touch the bottom at some point. And I don't know if we have yet. Are we not touching? Are we not yeah, I'll touch say it? if we're not, no, I don't bottom, think we're I'm there yet. Yeah. I don't think we're there. I think it's going to oh, actually man. get worse than this, man. So you don't I think, think we're worse off now than we? You think we're worse off now than we were, or we're not as bad off now than we were when we had Matt Rule in the first three games? You don't think we're better now? No, I don't. I think on a weekly basis we might be better potentially, okay. but I'm Did talking mean- about organizationally. I don't know if we're at the bottom yet. Did you mean just this season, or did you mean like even in the next season? Yeah, I th- I, I don't know if it's going to get better fast. Yeah. Well, okay. You know, is that what you said? You brought up a good point. Is like if think about this: is the quarter? What are you going to do? You're going to have to. Not only are you going to have to draft this rookie quarterback, you're going to have to start him. Um, and that is now, without us getting into a petty argument, Cody. Is uh impossible. The that's the problem that like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence have are facing. Mm-hmm. You know, is that not I mean they were drafted on the teams that were in dysfunctional states. So even yeah. if that was the step in the right direction, it's still like you're still wading through a bunch of mud. It's like you you might have broke out right. of Shawshank prison. But you still got to climb through that mile of shit. Right. <laughs> Crawl through right. that mile of shit still. Like, and, um, like is Panther Nation going to just dump on CJ Stroud and or Bryce Young if they have to face a yes. hard time? Yes. As soon as, as soon as the season starts? Oh, because, oh, they have too much on their plate because they were expected to start being the number one or number two overall pick. It's like, yeah, there's man. gonna be both. Why... There'll be both. There will be and fans like... who say that. There, be, I'm sure there are Bear fans that yep. said that Fields was a bust. I don't, you know, it's like, and look, Fields is actually trending in the right direction this season right now. Like it was a slow start for them, but they're starting to finally get. He's starting to prove week to week. But like, no, it's like until those guys are good, yeah, you'll have a contingent of people who will say that they're not good. You shouldn't ever drafted them. You should have done something different. And then you have a group of people that will say, hey, like Cody's saying for Trevor or whatever, 
be like, oh, he don't got no, t-. you know, I mean, like you have that group and then you just have to wait to see which one turns out to be right. Right. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, so uh, next Sunday, I'm going to be debating Monty Fetty from the four man rush. We went on debate my take. It's going to be at 5 p.m. And I already know he's already putting his bullet points together. But my thing is, like, even when talking about Bryce Young, like, I swear, I'm not even trying to tell you all that the young man doesn't have talent and that he isn't a good football player. All I'm saying is, like, what we were just talking about with Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence, yeah, maybe they are the best guy in college, and maybe they are the guy that you want to build your long-term future team around. But you're going to have that period early in the NFL where things are not going to be good for them. And that's why a 185-pound quarterback who's 5'11", who basically has the same physical makeup as a player that drafted in the third round last year, like, you're not going to tell me that that can't be a problem for him going forward because it absolutely could be. Or you say, or, or you, or you could say this as he turns out to just be a dog, you know, is sometimes you're right as those skill, like, I mean, it's a bet. It's, it's mm-hmm. a gamble at any, yeah. at anything is you're, are you gambling sometimes that these players have more dog in them than, um, they're a bigger dog inside like Steve Smith. You know what I'm saying? He's a bigger dog. He's a big dog in a small man's body. Mm-hmm. There are potential players that can do that. Right. Like is like you don't have to be the most gifted player in the history of football to be great. You know, what I mean, like, look, Tom Brady was not a gifted physically, you no. know, and he turned out to be great. Drew Brees, not gifted physically. But and I know these are good examples, but we also have the guys who check all the boxes that turned out to be shitty. The Trubisky's, the Tannehill's, the, you know what I'm saying? Like all of these guys. Yeah, like, so they have that. So it's just kind of like which narrative turns out to be right. I kind of wonder, though, is this, is it's not entirely out of the question. I know it's going to be tough for that rookie quarterback, but it's not entirely out of question for a rookie quarterback to come in and have some success, enough success to create belief. Justin Herbert did it. Cam Newton did it. You know, it wasn't always in wins. I think Jalen Hurts did it. And secretly, the narrative of the media tried to tell us he wasn't good. But, right. like, he may have not put up jaw-dropping stats, but he did a little of everything and was never the worst quarterback on the field. Mm-hmm. Well, can we also say this about Jalen Hurts? He got better. It's not even like someone lied to you. Like, there were very legitimate criticisms about Jalen Hurts as a quarterback coming through coming through the draft. Me and CK were talking about this the other night on the Madden Sim. CK is like, well, Matt Corral dropped to the third round for a reason. Yeah, he did drop to the third round for a reason, for the same reason that Jalen Hurts dropped to the second round. But you put players around these guys, you give them time to learn the NFL playbook, to get stronger to get into an NFL strength and condition. And and sudden, look at what you have. A quarterback that is making strides toward being a guy that you can depend on under center. But that's my only point with Matt Corral. I see traits in him that tell me that if we did give him some time and give him some reps, there is no reason why Matt Corral can't do the same thing 
that a Jalen Hurts is doing. But but doesn't that defeat your argument against like Bryce Young? Couldn't you say the same no. thing for Bryce Young that if you bring him in and you give him time and you put the players around him, he could be that guy? But but my point when I'm gonna argue on Sunday is Bryce Young and Matt Corral are comparable talents from a physical perspective, from an arm talent. One's coming off a super injury though, dude. The Liz Frank is not a just a regular injury. That ended Cam Newton's career, basically. The Liz, the Liz Frank did. To be honest with you, after that he's never the same. Engine, uh, the he was never the same after the Liz Frank. And then I mean, look, Greg Olson. You know, I mean, like, here's the thing is that you might be right on those if it was an equal playing field, but you, there's too many unknowns right now because right. of the injury. And I hate to just, I mean, right. it's just a reality of this is that he's going to be a casualty of war. You know, uh, the injury, new Maybe. regime, no, it just has to be. It just has to be. It just is. And it sucks. Like, you know what I'm saying? There are wartime casualties and they suck uh so you know is that like but there have been a lot of players that we have seen this kind of happen to you know and it's kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. but you have to do it you know what i'm saying it's like it's it's ripped the band-aid off time um unless unless some crazy way you hire somebody who just believes that like you just hire cody to be the coach well, like if like you accidentally hire cody to be like, that's the only way which seems ridiculous like uh and on top of that can we talk about how the phillies coaches are children they got like connor and noah coaching their team yeah their defensive the coordinator looks like nine the philadelphia phillies eagles did i say phillies you said phillies i meant eagles i meant eagles yeah. well i got, uh, I, got... I, I just got two things about this. Damn it. And I had two things. I have one written down and I can't remember the other one now. <laughs> uh, so good. Talk. I'll All say right. my other one in a minute. I Here, know. I was going to say, look next at, uh, Mike, Mike well, Chaka said, look at Geno Smith. And that, <laughs> that, that that's what nobody believed with. Like everybody thinks that they know the future. Oh. oh, I'm not even saying that I know the future. I'm saying give Matt Corral a chance before you're like, oh, casualty of war is never going to be a good quarterback. Like, yeah, maybe so. Maybe that does happen, but also going to be on another does. team, though. And wouldn't I, that be just Panthers? Luck? He goes on to be a franchise quarterback for someone else. It's well, so many ifs and whists, ifs and, you and know, buts, it's like exactly. who cares? It's like just too many. And I remember what I was going to say. Now you have to play the odds here, Cody. Like if you have a chance for a first or second round pick and a guy in like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud or whoever, Levis, whoever you decide to pick, okay. If you miss on that first round pick. It's gonna look a lot less or a lot better on you to miss on a guy like that than if you gave up that first round pick and went with Matt Corral and Matt Corral ended up being a bust. You've yeah. got to play the odds, to be totally yeah. honest with you. If you end up going with Matt there Corral, much. he's a bust, and you have the chance to get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, and Bryce Young or one of those two guys ends up being phenomenal, then you're gonna take a lot more shit than you are. Correct. Bryce Young. It's malpractice. It would be malpractice. It would be malpractice. You just have to do it. That's right. The only way that that happens is if the Panthers hire me. I know it's not gonna happen. To destroy our team even worse. (laughs) Listen, I know that the Carolina Panthers, they're going to look to draft whoever they can. They have to. I will quit yeah, this podcast I, if they don't draft a quarterback. And Actually, you know I what? won't, but I will yeah, lose my so, shit. But and you know what? let me tell you a little trick about this Panthers team. Even still, 
don't get your hopes up about a, a certain number draft pick because the Panthers exist to crush your dreams, dude. They do. They, so, we'll mess so it up. We'll like, win the last game for no reason. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So if yeah. we're if we're picking like let's say anywhere between four or five or six, okay. You, are, like, are you in love with Will Levis? Are you in love with Hendon Hooker? If the first two are gone, are you just going to reach on a quarterback just because you absolutely have to have one? If you have to have one, then yes, it's yeah. the best pick. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the absolute best I mean, pick. I'm asking, I mean, we I'm already asking, missed that asking. shot. We could have to. We Look. already have made that mistake twice. Look, Cody, if I get twenty thousand dollars, I want a bike, I want a motorcycle, I want a I want an airplane, I want a, a boat, but I don't have a car. I'm gonna spend that twenty thousand on a car. I mean that's all there is to it. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy what I have to buy to make things work. We already did this you know? with fields. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, we already that the exact thing that you're that talking about <laughs> is we point. did it with fields. Is like because yep. what you're gonna say is this. Is that if you're Matt Rule and those guys making that decision, you say we weren't in love with them, <clears throat> you know? And then hey man, it just I'm not turned... even arguing at this point. Yeah. Like right. I, but I, no, that's I exactly agree, what man. they said. They said we weren't in love with them. They punted. They punted. Yeah. And at some point, you're not going to be able to. Punt. You can't punt. You got to go for it on you fourth down. And down the field. That's right. At yeah. some point, um, you got to do it. Before you go to the next call, I do want to say, because that last call was from Waldo and Greensboro, and it just reminded me, I want to let everybody know that this Thursday, the C336 fan get-together is going to be at the Vintage Sofa Bar in downtown Winston-Salem. We're going to watch the uh, Panthers probably lose to the Falcons, but we're going to have a good time doing it. There may be some Panther punch there. It's a good time, good eats, good food, good drinks. So for Panthers fans who want to get together with C3, um, I know I'll be there. I can't speak for anybody else because I know it's a much longer distance, but either way, I'll be there, and there's a few C3 fans that are going to be there too. So come check it out. Uh, what's the name of the bar one more time? <clears throat> Vintage Sofa Bar in downtown Winston-Salem. Fantastic stuff. All right. Joey the Blind people. Panther, glad you didn't have to watch this game. Hey, guys. It's Joey the Blind Panther, a.k.a. the girl that makes them howl. What the fuck, man? I mean, our defense couldn't even stop an ejaculation today. It was bad. I don't ever remember the Panthers' defense being this bad for the past, I don't know, three years maybe. It was pretty bad at the end of last year when we all checked out, but it was bad today. It was real bad. Except there were still some positives, and I know I'm going to get you know, you know, I'm, I know people are going to hear this and be disgusted. I know, but, uh, we did have positives today. We did get to see the young guys. We did get to see Brandon Smith. We did get to have Terrace Marshall get his first touchdown. We did have, we did get to see Baker Mayfield not look like shit. We got to see, um, Raheem Blackshear get a touchdown. We got to see, um, we got to see some things that were actually real cool to see. And these are, believe it or not, things we could build on. You know, you wouldn't think today there were things you could build on. But there were. And it was the young guys. It was the, it was Raheem Blackshear and Terrace Marshall being able to find the end zone. Yeah, we can build off of that. You know, when we don't have Christian McCaffrey, 
We don't have Robbie Anderson, you know, and luckily we don't. I'm glad we don't have Robbie Anderson, but we can't let DJ Moore become a clutch like Christian McCaffrey because, you know, then we become too predictable. And DJ Moore wouldn't, I don't know, I guess, I guess he went back in the, uh, back in the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, some people call it their kitty condo. I guess he went back in the kitty condo. I don't know. But, I mean, I don't think anybody saw him out there. I damn sure didn't. But, anyway, guys. Um, Cody, we're going to have to go watch this Dolphins game, dude. Um, Tua threw 300 yards, three touchdowns today. I flip over to the Bears stats, and I go, huh, Justin Fields. They must have put up some points. I mean, they must have had a good day today. Uh, They put up 32 points. He was 17 for 28 passing, had 123 yards and three passing touchdowns, though. Tua or Fields? Like, what? I'm like, Fields. This is Fields. And then I go, huh, what the fuck? 15 carries for 178 yards for Justin Fields? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He broke off a 63-yard touchdown run. Like three of them? Yeah, dude. He, he had 140-plus yards. He had uh, more yards than damn Joe Mixon did today, rushing. That's up, like crazy. Up. Like, I mean, it is. That's insanity, dude. I didn't even see nothing like that before. No, 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 I was no, not. No, no, no. Not expecting that. Uh, he's the only oh. player in NFL history with three passing touchdowns and 140 plus rushing yards in a game. Well, why didn't they say with only player in NFL history with three passing touchdowns and 178 rushing yards in a game? Why'd they just stop at 140? Uh, funny stuff. All right. Uh, next goal. Three podcast. What I'm looking forward to every Sunday after we get our ass kicked. Alex calling from Tucson, Arizona again, just to let you guys know that man, I'm really close to switching fucking teams. Really fucking close. Embarrassing. Fucking embarrassing, dude. And I still believe PJ Walker is and can be that guy that if we draft the quarterback, he can, you know, show them the ropes per se. Um, but defense, offense, special teams, dude, we had the worst hangover. We, we woke up from a fucking Saturday night out on a Sunday and tried to go out for brunch and couldn't even walk. That's what it looked like. We were so fucked from the Falcons game, dude. We looked like a college team out there. And the Falcons did lose today. So what do you guys think? What's your guys' opinion on the Thursday night football game? That's all I got to say. Uh, Yeah, we're going to have to shift. And we're going to have to talk about how we're going to handle this week and what our schedule is going to be and what we're going to do. But um, uh, real quick, before we get to the Falcons, man, you you already know this guy. You already love this guy. We know that we love this guy. It's Michael Davis with the $35 love bomb, man. He says, I think this sums it up. This sums up the game for me today. 
damn, 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 damn. <laughs> yeah, my dumbass was still be in BOA Stadium on Thursday. I never took myself for a masochist. Guess I was wrong about that. Michael, damn, man. Damn. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank I you so much for the support. Man, a lot of, actually, um, this has actually been inspiring. More inspiring than yeah. the Panthers' performance is the fans coming together today. Not in anger, I don't feel like. I feel like this has been in solidarity. Um, That we have just recognized that we're the only thing that we got going for us. And not our podcast, but fans. Like, we are the team right now. The fans and their continue because you know what? A lot of these players ain't going to be here next year. These coaches ain't going to sure. be here. We're going to be here. And I know Alex from Tucson. He's speaking mad. He's anger, a little angry there. But you ain't going to change no teams. Are you going to be a Cardinals fan? Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah. Um, next call. Hey, what's up, fellas? Uh, it's Corey calling in. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to say after a game like that. There's not much to say. The thing is, um, I don't know. It just kind of sucks because I know, like, Panther fans, we were low-key up after after last week's game with Atlanta. Like, the most you would get was, you know, fans pissed at the refs or pissed at Pinheiro. But we're honestly kind of, like, proud of the team and the fight that we showed. And just kind of, you know, like, we, we, we haven't been in games like that in, in years, right? But didn't really take into account. I, I never really took the time to think, like, all right, how's the team going to respond to a deflated loss like that? Because they put their blood, sweat, and tears into that game and walked away with nothing. Like, there's not really more victories in the NFL when you're talking about players and coaches. So, I mean, that's one thing. They, they just did not respond well at all. Um, I was you know, surprised I, by I, that. I, I was, I'm pulling for Steve Wilkes. I, I I kind of woke up this morning, like, like hype off the Steve Wilkes train. Like, all right, let's see. We're going to knock this season out. Obviously, we're not going to be, like, elite, but let's see what we can do to, to, to get this man his job. But we completely looked uninspired today. So many offside penalties, so many penalties from just every every level of the team. Like, you can't do nothing but attribute that to coaching. Um, obviously, the run defense was terrible. I, I got to talk about J.C. Owens specifically, though, man. He, he, was, he was dog shit. And, and filling in the run and, and, and setting edges. He got – there were at least two or three of those mixing touchdowns. Uh, J.C. crashed inside way too fucking hard. Like, I don't even know. Like, he was almost there playing linebacker. And then J- uh, Joe Mixon bounced it right outside and, 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 and just outran J.C. for a touchdown. So, um, yeah, C.J. Henderson, still terrible. I tried to call in last week trying to tell people don't don't buy into all that. That was a bullshit interception he had last week. The pro football grade, he had a high PFF grade. Don't care about none of that. He's the worst DB on our team. Like, just 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 garbage. Um, and, yeah, man, with games like this, it sucks. All the news coming out, and we, you know, we declined the first-round pick for DJ and two firsts and a second for Brian Burns. And it's like, man, that should be an easier pill to swallow if we have games like last week. <clears throat> right, where it's like, right. okay, we're at least fighting. We're building towards something. We we have this identity as a team. We can point out where exactly we need to fix and, and what we need to get better at. With losses like this, it's like, damn, bro, we, we still look like we under a Matt Rule era where niggas is just uninspired, just getting washed, like can't, you know, have a good offensive game and a good defense game all at the same time. 
all at the same time we're seeing that we, you know, turn down these picks and Justin Fields is going off and finally looks like he's going to be a good NFL player. I mean, it's a lot to go through, man, but, but you know, we're still the same thing we've been all, all season. Just a lot of ups and downs, but keep having it, man. Keep keep going on good content, man. Appreciate y'all. What a shitty day of football if you look around the league. Like, uh, quarterbacks all around the league just stunk today. Um, Zach Wilson goes and beats Buffalo, but he was like 14 for 24. And uh, Kurt Cousins was 22 for 40. My God. Will suck. Thanks, Carl. What's up, y'all? This is Vance from Charlotte. Uh, Vance. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch the game. Don't worry. But I didn't say anything. Well, I actually, did. Fuck. God. Dang. But I'm still stick with my team through thick and thin, no matter what. Keep fucking pounding. And Baker sucks ass. I don't care. He's not the future. All these people need to shut the fuck up about Baker. God. PJ needs to get his ass back out there. He had one bad game. I still believe in him. I still believe in my Panthers. And one good one. Thick and thin. (laughs) Keep pounding. Uh, Totally disagree. Six bad games, one good one. What? Who? He, he was saying that Baker had one bad game. Uh, you need to go back and look at his stats. He had one outlier of being a good game, backed up by a great run game with him on that good game against a bad team. Baker? So, or no, Baker, PJ? Uh, PJ. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, not, uh, I'm not saying Baker's the, I'm saying Baker's the answer. I'm not saying that at all, but PJ's let's – not, let's not put PJ on a pedestal. He's not Nah, he's guy. not good. Uh, the – Cody's getting some traction on Twitter. He doesn't know it because I didn't mention him, but uh, this guy, Ape Tom, said, if they ain't burning that fucking ping pong table in the morning, I'm going to be irritated. <laughs> um, all right, next go. Yo, all right, it is Josh. Uh, I called last week. Uh, I wanted to call again this week because... I don't know. It just felt right, especially because I went to the game today. I was the guy on Twitter. Um, oh, man. This guy yeah, took a also, picture from the Refer to me as JJ. I'd appreciate that. You know, I'm I'm going to be calling a lot more often. I've been nice. watching since the Teddy Bridgewater season, but, man, we just got smoked today. And yeah. I just, I mean, like, I was hoping for a good game. But I just knew the run defense was going to come out after last week when we just stole the game. And, bro, there was no chance with all those fans. It, it, it almost felt hopeless at some point uh, pretty quickly, but we, we really couldn't start anything on offense. The, you know, now we know our team sucks again. And it was just that Tampa Bay sucks again. But, I don't know. Just never forget Cody said we should go into next season with T.J. Walker and Matt Corral <laughs> instead of potentially drafting a franchise quarterback in the first round when we suck. He found it. Yeah, I mean. Look. He said never forget. Never I'm sure y'all won't, man. We won't. Don't worry. You will forget that because you're going to leave that take in the past pretty soon. Once we get start looking at these quarterbacks in the draft, you start seeing them in their underwear on the combine, 
throwing these off-platform throws, and then all of a sudden there's going to be some dude out of nowhere. Nobody nobody uh, was knew about Trey Lance or uh, Zach Wilson or Malik Willis at this time last year or the year the years that they came out. So there'll be some darling. There will be somebody who you fall in love with and we're going to have to we're going to have to fall in love with somebody. We're going to have to His find name is Matt Corral, damn it. Oh, gosh. Let's go. <laughs> hey, this is Vance from Charlotte again. I got one more fucking thing to say. I I, I see a lot of people talking about, "Oh, what team am I going to pull for now?" Well, if you're a fucking Panther fan, you know what fucking team to pull for. Shit, if you think about pulling for another fucking team, you don't need to fucking be here. Fuck you. Shit. <laughs> Panthers are nobody. Keep fucking pounding. And so uh, to that notion, uh, the Panthers are currently picking number two. However, yeah. we're still just two games out from the front of the division, baby. Let's go. Don't, don't do that, man. <laughs> Like, oh, please don't. Do don't. You're just, please don't tell me don't. what to do, Greg. It doesn't work well. <laughs> Next call. Uh, JJ, back real quick. Uh, shout out to Terrence Marshall Jr. first for a touchdown with the Carolina Panthers in the NFL. Um, shout out him. Hopefully, he can keep uh keep doing well. Uh, emerge as our option. And yeah, all right, keep pounding. Um. Yeah, I mean, look, is we're gonna. Look, this is gonna be a tough slog, folks. We are in the tunnel. We are in that Shawshank tunnel. Uh, we broke out of the Matt Rule prison, um, and we are gonna go to freedom next year with a very exciting top. Actually, you know what is we've never done a podcast. Uh, we haven't we haven't picked this, this high since we've been doing the podcast. Yeah, the highest I think we picked is six. And actually, the last couple of years, you know, the podcast was the we started those uh, draft day parties, and we were picking in like the twenties when we did that. And those are some long nights, long man. Shows, of like, yeah. I was getting hammered. Dude, remember, you got. I, was about I to fell say, asleep got, one time. Yeah, I was about to say you got so drunk that you passed out for like four picks, and I didn't even know <laughs> oh, it because like we had so many people going back and forth. Yeah, I was just like this. No. <laughs> I mean that was the that could have been the Vernon Butler year maybe. Uh yeah. Or no no you would have been Vernon on Butler the was the twenty uh, sixteen no. draft. No, my first year being on was uh, uh, year we drafted DJ Moore. Man, I don't know. I mean, but like we've I've stayed up for the Vernon Butler, the Kelvin Benjamin. I was so mad, dude. I took a lot of shit from Panther fans. You should go back and look at my reaction to that was the first draft party we did where we uh, drafted Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. And I was so mad. I was like, fuck this. No. And then people got mad at me for it. And then he went and had a thousand yard season and people were kept picking on me about it and picking on me. I was like, oh, God, was I wrong? I wanted Allen Robinson. But you had the last laugh, didn't you? Because sometimes yeah, not really because Allen Robinson ended up being nothing. Yeah, anyway, but well, he's so, actually been good. But sometimes yeah. the opinion that you have does not look good immediately or in the near future. Yeah. But sometimes 
it pays off down the road, baby. And that's why I dig these trenches on these hills, baby. What Let's did go. I want? Oh, I wanted Bradley Roby that year, too. Um, he turned out pretty good. Uh, well, and you also got to think, too. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, each player, depending on what team they go to, determines their fate. Like, can you imagine, just for a second, Cam Newton gets drafted by Dallas the year they had, like the years they had that prime offensive line, what kind of player he would end up being? It all depends on where you go to. It has a lot to do with what kind of player you end up being. You go to the right coach, the team that has the right scheme for you, and the players that play well with you, you're going to be successful. You can go somewhere else and, and, and yeah. not fit in yeah. that well. Look at Russell Wilson. So a lot of it has to do with what team you go to, not necessarily, not yeah. all of on. Nah, yeah, you man, it's, you can't yeah. control everything on your own. Right. You know, is that uh, I'm sure that there are a lot of players thinking, shit, man, Urban Meyer ruined my life. Um, let's go. Oh, yo, this White Chocolate Espresso, what's happening? Oh, man. In the third quarter, I had to leave. I had to go mm-hmm. do something very, very important. I had to go get me a giant fucking margarita. It was a delicious margarita. I had queso with it. It was delightful. Unlike this game. But uh, that's all I got to really say. Cody, where's my fucking money? Oh, my money, Tony. Playing with my money is like playing with my emotions. Clemson's number 12 in the AP polls. They suck. Go Notre Dame. Peace. Can oh, I did you guys say, bet that Notre Dame? Dame? Did you bet him that uh, Yeah, Notre and Dame? I don't like Cash App because it won't let me use it on my fucking desktop. So now I got to go into my phone, download Cash got, App. Does he not have PayPal? Oh, dude, he's a South Carolina fan. He forgot all his passwords, and he can't log back into it. <laughs> so, uh, you know. It is a pain in the ass when you can't get into these things. Sometimes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'll get your money, man. You'll be able to buy your margaritas and your freaking queso dip. Oh, no, guys. Julio Jones just hey, went down with an uh, injury. I'm surprised. What? Did he? Julio Jones just went Dang, down with an injury. What a surprise. My oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Uh, next goal. Panther Pickle, let me tell you something. The problem with this team is they were clusterfucked two years ago yeah. or three years ago by their own. Uh, they've been screwed up ever since. Uh, I was going to say something shitty about somebody, but I'm not going to because I don't want to be disrespectful, even though they probably deserve it. Um, they just ran back to them. Let's remember a backup is a backup. If he's not a backup, he wouldn't be a backup. He'd be oh, a starter. The call I'm supposed to you get two there? types of backs up in the yeah, NFL. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, here's the last call. Hey, hey, hey. You know who the fuck it is. Booyaka, booyaka, booyaka! Anyone that says that we need to pass on a franchise QB or even t- let alone taking a QB... In the first, let's see, five picks, I believe we'll have a top five pick. Justin Fields put up 123 yards passing, 178 yards rushing with four total touchdowns. He's the first QB in history to rush for that many yards and have three passing TDs. We passed on that shit. We passed on it. 
I was on I refuse trade so much. You're also picking on one game from his career. Right right here, so or let alone CJ fucking Stroud. And CJ, I'm going to leave that on the that. same. Me and you guys have on the same. beautiful fucking night. Oh, there's one more. You know, well, look, I don't this disagree, is, but you're picking one game. Sure, but you know, really, it doesn't even matter if he turns out to be good or bad. It's just we didn't take, we punted, and we said, oh, J.C. Horn, he's more of a sure thing. We don't believe in this guy. We're not in love with Justin Fields. We weren't in love with Justin Fields. We weren't in love with Mac Jones. We weren't in love with, and we also are not in love with Baker Mayfield, not in love with Sam Darnold, not in love with PJ Walker, not in love with Teddy Bridgewater, not in love with any of these fools. Like, is that that's the thing is that, you know what, if we would have taken Justin Fields, um, he might not have been uh, the quarterback going forward, might be in the same position we are right now. But, you tr- you know, you tried. By uh, the way, just oh, talking about Allen Robinson, he had one of the best catches I've ever seen just now. That's what I just said. Yeah, I just saw it. I just saw it. That was amazing. I, I wrote a cool. article on him. I'm very proud of this take because I'm not a draft guru, but I like found Allen Robinson. I was yeah. like, oh, I love this dude. And it turns out that he missed an entire entire season of high school football yeah. because he had growing pains. He grew six inches in a month. Damn. Yeah. Like he was like feet exploded out of his shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm he was like, walking, like, like he couldn't even play high school football because he was too busy growing. This is this is probably too young for you to tell me, but I was growing up, they had the goofy movie. And okay. it open it opens yeah. up with Matt with Max goofy's son and he has a dream that he's turning into his dad and he starts to grow and pop out of his shirt yeah. and his feet bust out of his yeah. shoes that like, was yeah, alan robinson that, yeah that's alan robinson he was that's a, a pin state oh shitty group, oh but... dude that's my childhood man. i love movie. it i love yeah, it i even like to say all right let's go let's go hey man i'm gonna just say this right now i'm watching the show cody this is your worst fucking take i don't understand how you can uh discredit Tua for being having a breakout year in year three once he finally gets good players around him and, and say that coach. he's had all these injuries and all that. But you want to go to bat for Matt fucking Corral, 6'1", 195 pounds, got hurt his last year in college and hurt before he ever played a game in the NFL. What are you talking about, bro? Like, make some sense. Keep on. I agree with them. No, I, I, with them. I think you're too hard wrong, on Tua. Right? Yeah. And I think a lot of the – you know what is I think I hope that Tua makes these. I wanted Tua that year. I did remember. Too. I was we like, say, take him. Tua, I mean, yeah, you were uh, him, yeah, man. and left uh, quarterback. Just wanted Let, to win, you know. And look, and he might not here. be the greatest, but here's the thing: is I think that draft people don't like Tua, and the just, what? No, I look. What I'm saying with Tua is that if you follow back to the start of his career at Alabama. To the end of his career in Alabama, to the start of his career with the Dolphins, to where he is now, if you're going to sit there and say that he doesn't have a very real injury concern about him as a long-term player, I'm not saying that he's trash. I'm saying that he's been injured a whole lot. And by the way, this injury with he hasn't Corral, really been injured a whole lot. This injury lot. with Matt Corral happened one in his bowl game. 
ending in the first preseason game. Why does that game. matter? Those Why does that matter? It's still an injury. I don't Going think Tua back, has back been injured a lot. Yes, he has. He broke his hip. Uh, same thing that happened to Bo Jackson. That's what no, happened. No, no, he didn't his, have uh, the same thing happen to him. Like one was a degenerative hip disease. Bo Jackson's turned out to be a degenerative hip disease or something like that. Well, I don't saying, think it was the same. He, he got hurt bad okay. at the end of, uh, I believe, his uh, sophomore season. I think it might have been his junior season. No, it was yeah, at the end of. It was at the last. It was in his whatever year before he came out. He got hurt in the year he was coming out. And it looked like it was going to be devastating. And yeah. uh, look, he started. He got banged up the year before too. Like he started. He started nine games in twenty twenty. Yeah. And, and, so and, to the call, and he started back. twelve games last year, and with a coach that didn't like him. And now he started six games this year and threw nine. But you're not. You're Eight. not hearing me. He may. He may have started those games, but he was still dealing with a lot of injuries. Even through those starts, some of those even hindered his performance. What I'm so saying is Matt Corral's is, not going to hinder his in the future? Yes, the it is. Bronk it and, and the ACL tear? But hey, two, two, two good, injuries in hey, two games? Two attack by Lois getting a chance, isn't he? So, you know, fucking give him well, He was Corral. also a number one draft pick. Right. He's not arguing not giving him a chance. He's saying how can you hold against Tua that he's injury prone and not hold that against Matt Corral was the argument. That was what the caller yeah. was saying. Because I mean, look, Matt Corral's just look. as injury prone as Tua. So yeah. you can't I mean, use that as a downfall for Tua. In fact, even more so because he hasn't even played prone. in any games. They're both injury prone. Yeah. Through okay. their career, Tua had more. I don't now, I don't think you should say that Tua's in injury too, prone. He's had Tua one major more. injury. Tony, and he got a concussion, all the dude. That he had in the year before. I'm talking about Miami and the year before his final year at Alabama. You mean he, the year he the, won the national title? No, that was the year before that because then we beat okay. Clemson. Clemson beat the the year that uh, he came Alabama in and replaced Jalen Hurts in the second his, half. I thought he won it the that year that was before his junior year. Then he no, that was his first. That was his freshman year that he replaced okay. Jalen Hurts. Okay. And then the next year, Alabama went undefeated, and then Clemson buzzsawed their ass in the national championship. I am just saying this is I don't think you can call to an injury burn yet. I don't think that's fair. He's had one major injury. I don't think you can. And the concussions in the NFL, I don't consider that injury prone thing is like, is that when you're a quarterback and you're getting blasted, like that just happened. Like Cam got a concussion. Yeah. I didn't think that that was an injury prone part I of mean, his people career. Forget that Case Cam, Cam, you can argue that Cam's for, injury prone until people he. People forget that Case Cam brought the things to the playoffs. And they were one of the best yeah. teams What's in football. What's that going to do? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is my, my, my point remains Slide the same. hand. This is slide Tua, hand. Tua Tagovailoa, as a talent, is a basic talent. That's it. I don't think that. I think, okay. man, I, I think I, you're like kind of just I, disrespecting him. But okay. And I think you're missing no. the argument, too. Oh, I think crap. the argument. Somebody the called argument in. Was, Damn it. Yeah. The argument was just that you can't call to an injury prone to hold that against him and not hold it against Matt Corral, right. which, which I think is That's fair. the caller's point. Yeah, I it think is. that was the caller's point. Like, what you're saying is true. I think Tua is, to an extent, kind of a mid-level quarterback. He hasn't shown me elite stat status yet. I think he may be able to get there, but he's not there yet. But I think what the caller is trying to say is you're you're defending 
Matt Corral, who's just as injury prone as Tua, but using it against Tua in your argument. Well, Matt Corral's never played a full season of football. So, they're, they're, so yeah. yes. So, well, there you go. Boom. You, you just, uh, you just two, verified, you verified his argument. You just verified yeah. his argument. He didn't even yeah. not even play a full season. He didn't even get into the NFL and make it through the preseason. All right, if Tua right. is as good as you say he is, then the injury prone thing shouldn't be that much of a problem. And the same he's not injury Corral. prone. I don't yes, think he is. is. I think he's had one major injury. I think he's had he's one major injury. No, I don't he's think so. The other thing is this. The only reason y'all say, look, Tua just doesn't have an elite trait. He's just good at everything. He's not great at anywhere. That's the only reason good, people yeah. don't shit on, that they shit on Tua is like, is he's not exceptionally mobile. He doesn't have the biggest arm. He doesn't like have the intangible, like he doesn't have this one thing that, Trey Lance had. But here's the thing right now is that sometimes player look, Tom Brady didn't have that either. So I don't want to just say that Tua is only good because he's got good players. Because I mean, he threw Jalen Waddle 110 balls last year, and they, like he was pretty good. He was imp- he's improved. He's improved. And you know what? Sometimes it's good to put good players around people. Not so like, tonight. hey, like what, well, like so you can't don't pull. I don't think we should shit on him for having success. The, my literally only criticism, primarily against Tua, is that he is injury prone. You can disagree with that all you want. I believe he is very injury prone, and yeah, he is definitely good enough to make that Dolphins team. He's not a Josh Allen or a Justin Herbert. He doesn't have to be. He's good at what he's good at. But I'm just saying, like to me, you cannot. I know I'm dying here. Like to me, Tua, uh, Matt Corral, Bryce Young, from physical talent perspectives and what they can do, they're very similar in a lot of ways. And I think Matt Corral probably has. Yeah, except for one of them has. Some of them have actually won, though. Yeah. And I just want to mark this time too. I want to mark this time here. So next year, if Matt Corral does get injured and say, the preseason, the first, the second game, training camp. Yeah, then he's injured. I want to. I, I, I want to say Matt Corral. He's already is injury injured. Prone prone. That's already all I'm saying. Prone. You it, said it he's never played a full season, season starts, of football. In the season next year, he's injury prone. We we can't argue. He's had that. more different kinds of injuries than Matt Corral has. That's the best thing that others. the you're best thing that uh, Matt Corral has ever done is punch out Wayne Gretzky's kid. That's it. Oh, apparently, he didn't even punch him. Matt Corral said it was overblown. There was never actually a physical fight. What? I like him less. Matt Corral said. Yeah, now I like him less. Fuck that. Yeah, kid. I would have gone with it. Like, yeah, not <laughs> All right, last call. Hey, listen here. Um, Cody, don't worry about Matt Corral. Because as it currently stands, the Panthers will probably draft shorty and skinny. Bryce Young. And as soon as they draft him, he likely won't make it past preseason before he gets hurt and put on IR. You so, like Matt Corral did? Uh, Matt is going to have plenty of playing time. Also, uh, the biggest problem on this team, on defense rather, on defense, is the simple fact is we have 235 or 240-pound defensive ends or they're edge rushers, and we call them defensive ends, but they're not really defensive ends. They're linebackers lined up who can't cover lined up at 
defensive ends. That's exactly what they are. They're linebackers who can't cover, so we're going to stick them on the line and pretend they're defensive ends. You know, kind of like you do on Madden. Anyway, uh, they can't stop the run. They can't rush the passer. Kind of like, um, let me see here, um, Marquis Haynes, uh, YGM, uh, you know, guys like that who shouldn't really be on the field. The Panthers need some real defensive ends. 270, 280. Yes. You know, Charles Johnson was a great defensive end who would rush the passer and get sacked and stop the run. We need good quality pass, r- pass rushers like that on the outside. Um, you know, uh, something else, um, we also don't have any leaders on our defense, okay? Remember when Luke Keekley used to grab even guys like Thomas Davis or Shaq and drag him halfway across the line of scrimmage and say, line up here, or he'd grab a defensive tackle or an end by the butt, pull them out and switch them somewhere else and say, you're supposed to be over here. We don't have any coaches on the field. We don't have any leaders on the team, okay? Leaders that's going to make these guys do what they want. Or, or, or when 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 one of these young guys doesn't stop that run, Luke walks over, gets in his face, and says, "Dude, here's what you need to do," and helps him and teaches him the right way to do it. No, all we got is a bunch of Matt Rule wannabe ass kissers. And uh, Shaq Thompson, dude, you was a good third wheel. Behind Luke and TD. And actually, he was a better fourth wheel behind Luke, TD, and... Uh, A.J. Klein. A.J. Klein. Oh! <laughs> but your damn sure ass don't need to start. Your ass uh, need to be cut this off. I uh, like this. Well, first, good call. And then the other thing is, is I like... Um, the scary part about what Cody is saying about with these quarterbacks is that it does suck if none of them are fantastic in this draft when we were told that this was the greatest class two years ago remember when they everywhere last year when everybody said don't take Malik Willis don't take Malik Willis don't take back you know like the next year next year next year next year um and the one that uh the comment that's sticking out to me is that I don't love CJ Stroud and they said he's, he's he's like he's big but is he's not very fast you know what I'm saying it's like is that I, I saw him run to the sideline one day. I was like, oh, man, he ain't like nothing. They ain't like Cam was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Neither is Bryce. They're not fast, so, really. But so, the I mean, doesn't have to be mobile to be successful. No, they right. don't I have to be. Nice but, like, it does help in the NFL good. to have a trait. Like, Jalen Hurts right, right now. Right. Or, right. You know? In uh, recent so. years, a lot of the top prospects, and it has been trending towards more dual-threat quarterbacks, you have to understand that both C.J. Stroud <laughs> And Bryce Young are pocket passers. And, and so, but I will also say that not that? fast well, doesn't mean not good runner either. Josh Allen's not fast, and he's getting sixty yards a game. So well, he's fast, fast for a mean not good runner. But he's yeah, fast but for still, he's Newton fast. Right, yeah. he's fast for his, for his height, but it doesn't matter on the field if you're. It doesn't matter how tall you are. You're still the same. He ain't no Cam Newton fast. You know? Yeah, he I'm not is. saying he's Cam Newton. I'm just saying. Speed isn't always mean. Doesn't always mean right, good runner. Right. Yeah, Cam. I mean, you, you know what? Elusive. Elusive. You know, Cam was fast, dude. Cam, Cam was Josh getting... Allen runs faster in games than he did at the combine. 
Okay. Yeah, Cam Newton is fast, but Josh Allen is fast as well. They are equally in equal in speed. They're very similar in their body styles and their and their run type. Like they're not they're not the fastest guy on the field. They're not if you break free, they're not breaking free for 70 yard touchdowns typically. Right. Cam Newton hasn't had that benefit because he's not the fastest guy on the field. I don't know. Um, he did it a lot, dude. He never once ran for a big touchdown that was like I'm 40, 50 sure yards. Nope. He, I remember well, him maybe not a about, touchdown in that game. No, yeah, like, he has. always no. Man, he I remember one of the plays. I remember I was walking like in this game away. and I was late to this game, and like the first play of the game was like a 50 yard run by cam and i could hear it in the like i was like trying to run it <laughs> like yeah like oh um all right here actually is though is, is like I cam yard was explosive he, well, he, he was but josh allen is a two i'm not taking anything away from cam i'm saying that they're okay. similar in their speed 47.1 yards well i don't i just didn't look at i didn't when i turned on i hadn't watched cj stroud so i watched the ohio state uh penn state game and i was like yeah yeah. Cam Newton's biggest rush was a 70, 72 yard touchdown run. Yeah. Uh, was a rush uh, 72. I remember him talking about it one time run, yeah. where he was saying like, he's never, it was towards the end of his career um, with the Carolina Panthers. He wasn't running. Uh, he was talking about, he's never had that big breakout touchdown. No. Um, that, uh, yeah, that running away his, from people. yeah, running away yeah. from people. And so like, I remember him having a conversation about that. Yeah, the I think I see news. I see your point though, CK. It's like he could break away for 20 or 30 yards, but unless he was like clear out in front of the field, somebody's going yeah. to catch him. I mean, he was like the you size know? of a defensive end. Too. Right, right. So here, uh we got another call. Here we go. Hey C three, this is Tyler again. I just had a, a quick question. Uh, mainly for Cody, but uh, you guys can answer as well. You don't have to answer today. We can do it maybe Tuesday or next Sunday, but who is your ideal uh, quarterback? Let's just say we're picking number one overall, okay? Who are you picking number one overall? Okay, let's just say it's the quarterback, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Who are you picking? And based on their tape, are they better than Matt Corral? Yes or no? There's no, eh, you know, well, we don't know yet. No, based on the tape, Matt Corral's tape versus Bryce Young and uh, C.J. Stroud, whoever you pick, We're not who's better? Yeah. And then who's your, the head coach that you want? Do you want Ken Dorsey? Do you want the Phillies OC? Who's your ideal head coach, quarterback, 2023, start of 2023 combo? Okay. So again, you don't have to answer today. Maybe oh, Tuesday yeah. or next Sunday. Let you yeah, think about it. Let, to, let you look at the tape. Right there. That's but the two, again, yeah. who is your ideal head coach, quarterback, 2023 and the scenario is we're picking number one overall i want cody to get excited about one of these quarterbacks dude i want him to pick the next herbert tony but this is the deal i'm already looking i'm always looking and there is no hurt like okay the closest thing to a herbert is will levis but everyone's gonna hate that i'm telling you if you go look at listen look at will levis's film Panther Nation's gonna be like, oh, this guy sucks. He has 16 touchdowns and eight interceptions. And ba ba ba. Now, listen, that's all true. He has the most physical upside of every quarterback in this draft. Like, he's asking me about uh, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young. Like, how about this? Bryce Young might it's be a better. Might, no, Bryce Young might be a better passer and more 
competent at reading defenses than C.J. Stroud. But I think that C.J. Stroud is bit is built better and has a uh, better arm talent pushing the football downfield. Right. And that's not to say that Bryce is bad. I yeah. mean, I, I think Bryce can push the ball downfield. But well, you know, Miami guys, took Tua over Herbert, so you know, like yeah. they kind of that's kind of like the Bryce Young right. versus Stroud. And dude, both of them, both C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, are gonna go ahead of Will Levis and Hendon Hooker. Those two guys, from a physical standpoint, are the superior talents. Another guy that we haven't even mentioned yet who might be available in the second round is Anthony Richardson from uh, Florida, who's another Josh Allen type that can run around, throw the football all around the field. But the record and the numbers don't match what you want to see from a talent like that. There is no short bet. At the quarterback position in this draft. Well, there so never course, is in so many yeah, ways. So I mean, look, Trevor Lawrence was thing. the surest bet we've had oh. since Andrew Luck, and he hasn't been that, dude. I mean, he just hasn't lived up to the billing yet. And, nah, and can yeah, I say, too, that even Justin done. Herbert, when he was drafted, wasn't a sure bet. Yeah. There's a reason why he didn't get drafted one, two, or three. Right. You know, he wasn't a but sure that's... bet. So, like, you, you can't look at every quarter and maybe like, well, they're not a sure bet, so we got to go. Yeah. Like, like I mean, you, the question it, is, is it's do you like those guys like a Hurts yeah. more in I the agree. second round than you like uh, one of these other guys? Must be crazy. All right, well, we got but a lot also, to talk about going for. Guess what? This will be the conversation for the next six months, seven yeah. months, six. What do we got? Do we November, December, January, February, March, April. Six months of talk. The first one though will be solved in the next three months, hopefully. When do we hire the coach? When do we start the coaching? Like, when do they open that up? Can well, they the, probably? The, do they have to wait until the, the snap of the season? Yeah, the the Tuesday after the 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 Tuesday after the final snap of the season. Yeah, is usually the uh, the day that most coaches get fired that are going to get yeah, that are uh, for sure going to get fired. Thomas Hayes, that's my dream. My dream is to go get Roman uh, Greg Roman, make him our head coach, and bring Lamar here mm, but that's you know cool. it's like the ravens aren't gonna let go of this kid all right um look uh we need to do the tale of shame and the player uh and the dab on them picks uh of the game um let's start with the dab on them let's do that i just like doing it man dab on them folks Dab on the phone in that in that dab on the phone. They like seeing it. Tell me what to do. Dab on the phone. Uh, my dab. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm dab on Johnson, former Panther defensive end. Uh, he was at the game in Cincinnati, and, and uh, sometime around the third quarter, him and his son walked out of the game and posted a picture. Charles Johnson, uh, big money, then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They up. posted a video of him walking out of the game. And then CK, uh, uh, either CK or Pickle told me this. Pickle. Then they went to a uh, – it was Pickle. They went to a park, and uh, and they said, any Panther fans that are at the game, we're here at the park. If y'all want to throw the football around, come hang out with us. So I think that was really cool, and that gave uh, fans something to uh, – to look forward to. So yeah. shout out to uh Charles Big Money Johnson, man. Dab on him. Um oh, John said 
Yeah. No, I'll play it. Um, my dab on. We'll do the dab on him. We'll play his call, and then we'll do the talent shame. Okay. Uh, my dab on him pick goes to Joe Mixon. Boom. <laughs> Dude just destroyed <laughs> us. That's still yours. Yeah, it's uh, okay. I'll get another uh, one. Good. That's it. He uh, five touchdowns against us. He single handedly beat us today. And him and Joe Burrow together, like those two dudes alone, like they didn't even need anybody else. So uh, dab on him. Um, yeah, I. It's such a hard thing to to find somebody that's a Panther. That's uh, I know we don't have to, but I. I, I want to say uh, dab on him, uh, Matt Rule, because. Uh, He's uh he's probably sitting at home looking at what this uh this game turned out to be and uh, thinking there was must have been some satisfaction there for him. Right. Right. Oh yeah. He's loving it. Uh you know what? I'm just gonna go I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna say dab or uh uh dab on him for Joe Mixon, but I'm gonna do a different reason because he finally, in my opinion, finalized where Carolina needs to go. He we we were at a crossroads of what Carolina Panthers were gonna be, and Joe Mixon made that turn for us. We are shooting for the top three pick to get a quarterback yeah. to save this franchise. Thank you, Joe Mixon, for that. Uh, yeah, and maybe and congratulations to Terrace Marshall Jr. for getting his first NFL touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, is that his right. first? Yeah, it felt so pointless. It was a nice. Well, it was a nice one though. It, it was a nice so catch. Pointless. Yeah. Uh, pointless. All right. Here's yeah. uh, here's another man with the golden pipes. Yo, what's good, fellas? This is John from the One Carolina Show. Man, salute y'all for uh, continuing to keep pounding despite all the craziness that we're seeing. But I was listening to something that Panther Pickle had said. Uh, He was talking about no leaders on the defense. And it's one of the reasons why I believe that he mentioned Luke Kuechly. Why I believe that Luke Kuechly is the best linebacker in the history of the NFL is because of his ability to watch film and diagnose things and see them before they happen. And I got to be honest with you. Uh, Trent Dilfer said something about uh, Tua Tungavaloa. He said he was the best quarterback prospect that he's ever evaluated, right? Now, this is a Super Bowl winner and a guy who develops a lot of high-level players right now, especially with his Lipscomb Academy. But the reason I bring that up is because Bryce Young, they say, is even better. And one of the things that he excels at is seeing things pre-snap so that he can play faster because he's not reacting to what the defense does after the ball is snapped. He's doing it beforehand. Right. And for a guy to be that young and process that quick is exceptional. And the reason why I believe that it's going to be a struggle for Matt Corral is because the RPO offense is exactly the opposite of that. It's more of a read and react, right, even after the fact, right? So, like, it's going to be a much longer road, one that I don't think Matt Corral is going to be afforded to be able to actually have a path to become a starting quarterback because of the hurdle that he has to overcome because of the offense that he ran in college. Just wanted to see what you guys thought about that, man. Love the show. Love you guys, man. And keep pounding. Keep pounding, man. Man, I do not love John, man. I do not love John. I mean, look, that's kind of been one of the things that I've been saying, though, man. Like, these quarterbacks, they're they're in offenses that are not not indicative of what they're going to do in the NFL, right? So you're you're always kind of having to look – at the forest through the trees, man. You're, you're having to look and, and see what you think is going to translate. I, I mean, I, look, it, it's one of those things well, where... G-Baby's in here supporting him. He said, think of uh, Bryce Young as the Steph Curry of 
football, and that is it's about how quick his process and decision making are. You know, Steph Curry. Nobody looked at Steph Curry as a top man. This dude has like changed the game of basketball. You know, so like he didn't have any traits that were incredible, and all of a sudden he just and started shooting lights out, man. Yeah. So I mean, maybe this is so you got some people in here that believe that Bryce Young has uh, a superior trait, and that's understanding the game of football beyond other people. And, and, and here you like this is G Baby said this Bryce Young and um what's his name Book it. No, the Bill O'Brien. That's what he said. Book it. I just don't want to look at Bill O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. G Baby said Bill O'Brien. Look, it just says it right here. Bill O'Brien and Bryce Young. Book it. Oh, all right, shit. Hey, G, I posted that on my Twitter and people are roasting me, bro. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want to look at. uh, uh, I don't want Bill O'Brien. His super dimple, dude. Like, in his chin dimple, it's so deep. It looks. Yeah, it's like. All right. Um. Let's hit uh, up with uh, the talent. Yeah, uh, shame. Yeah, talent. Shame. Um, gosh, man, the list is long uh, and awesome or terrible. Uh, my talent shame goes to the entire team. I mean, obviously, I think somebody brought it up. I was surprised that they had this hangover. I thought that the Atlanta game would be inspiring to them, yeah. not uh, deflating. And I didn't, I didn't expect, I didn't pick the Panthers to win this game. I didn't pick the Panthers to win this game. Right. I picked, I picked the Bengals. Um, I just didn't think it was going to be so um, impossible of a of a game. You know, what I mean, like. We didn't do anything good today. Uh, I guess Baker Mayfield should have got Baker Mayfield could have gotten the damn dab on him pick. Yeah, he should have. Actually, I, damn, I even thought about that before we started the segment and forgot it. So. My talent shame is to everybody, to the whole team. Uh, my, uh, they got to do Scott Fitterer for not taking the trade. No, my 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 uh, talent shame is on Steve Wilkes, and. Mm. You all got to understand, I've, and, and Tony can vouch for this, I have been a proponent of the offensive-minded coach for the Carolina Panthers for years now. Yeah. Yet, I'm a believer I of that now. Willing, I was willing to shuck all of that off mm-hmm. and to completely let that slip out of the back of my head because I believed that Steve Wilkes understood yeah. the keep pounding he, they understood how to motivate the team and that he was going to be the guy that was going to lead us to the next era of Panther football, a member of Panthers past. And dude, this team and the performance that they put on today, bro, this game alone, it's like I don't even know what, what could happen from here on out that could change things for Steve Wilkes being our head coach going forward. I, I think today sealed his fate. And I hate that, man, because I was pulling for you. I was yeah. pulling yeah. for you, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, Steve Wilkes, tell the shame. Today's game uh, ruined a couple people's careers. PJs, yeah. Wilkes. 
Well, you know, and actually, I'll, uh, that's a great segue right there. I'll I counter can. what you're saying right there with with Steve Wilkes because we've been on this this opposite side of this argument right here, and I'll I'll say uh, PJ Walker because although Steve Wilkes is not an offensive minded quarter uh, coach, in the last two games we scored 55 points, which is pretty good for two games. So I, I just will say that uh, I'm going to say PJ Walker. You had the opportunity here to really shine. The entire the spotlight was on you. You you made noise last week in the nfl people were looking at you you had the opportunity to to progress your career forward however now i think you i i thought you had the possibility to be a journeyman quarterback a bridge builder but i think after this game yeah you're probably yeah. forever going to be a backup quarterback if that in the nfl i don't know yeah and i, I hate it well. but oh big sack by the Tampa Bay defense yeah. all right uh uh ck uh you took gross matos i'm getting my talent shame uh ygm man he uh has been incredibly disappointing as a panther player um i think he had a lot of upside and this is again why you don't draft based on upside you draft based on uh whether they're going to be able to you know you know the certainly traits but you know ygm is certainly one of those people you look at that say you know he had a lot of potential but he didn't make it work he was unpolished as they said same thing with ian thomas uh, YGM came in here, uh, lined up offsides, back-to-back drives, um, and just felt That's like, like he unforgivable. Was, right, and they were big-time, you know, situations. Now, granted, they got the touchdown on those drives, on those uh, circum, on those uh, offsides that happened. But um, it was, it's just unreal. The amount of offsides we had today was just these defensive linemen were trying to eat, and we were going up. We had how many sacks today, boys? One maybe against the second Most worst sacks. offensive line in the entire NFL. That's the yeah. key factor right there. Yeah, we should have We got to find out what happened with Derek Brown. That's going to be the next thing. Um, all they right. Said, um, they, there's sources that are saying that uh, 29 of the uh, players on the uh, but they got the flu have are are ill. 29 of the They're- players are ill. There's a bug in Carolina right now. I'll go ahead and let you know. So, I mean, at least Man. where I'm at, there's a flu bug going around. So, I mean, it's I mean, it's I can believe it after the way yeah, they played uh, today. Man, Texas I could 100. A- uh, Texas A&M, the football team, they had uh, like nine of their star players out with the flu. Yeah, yeah it's like around this area right now. So. Dude, COVID is so two years ago, man. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that, like man, everybody forgot to get their flu <laughs> yeah. shot. I haven't got my flu <laughs> shot yet. Um, yeah, that's, that, nah, I'll stop. A lot of people Boy. don't get it, but all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, I just get it at work because they have a clinic. Like they'll come by and get me just walk over there. Um, I get it from the Lord. There you go. You're gonna get me to say things I don't want to say online. Yeah. <laughs> save it for so save it for Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Tuesday politics show now. That's Tuesday right. <laughs> we've got uh, the C3 Panthers podcast, the longest running Panthers podcast around. Been a um, needed therapy seg- session today for us. Um, but arguments to the minimum, anger yeah. not to the maximum at this point. A lot of a lot of callers, a lot of viewers. Uh, so. I needed that today because I was like kind of almost was like, man, what if I just told the guys I didn't feel good? And I was like, I was calling sick. Nah. Um, I was like, God, I got to play the calls. Um, that's it. Uh, look, uh, that's the C3 Panthers post game show. My name's Tony Dunn. You can follow me at cat underscore chronicles. We're up on YouTube. That's our home that uh, away from home. That's like a real big platform. 
And by the way, YouTube is about to take over. They're about to destroy TikTok right now with the shorts next year, monetization. So, look, I think we're in the right place, in the right lane. Yep. Help us out wherever we you find us. We're uh, we get the audio podcast, uh, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, all of those things. And uh, listen to the end. You might find some gems. Uh, I'll be here a Tuesday night. Cody Lackow, can they get after you? Yeah, find me on Twitter, uh, talking shit and people roasting me, dude. Yeah, we're going to have Lack. to take it today. Oh, I, I always take my <laughs> shit, man. It's like whatever. Uh, C-O-D-Y-L-A-C, that's my Twitter. Um, follow my written content on drafttech.com. I'm sure everybody's interested in draft stuff, so yeah. come see me break down these players on Draft Tech. And then every Friday, look, man, we don't we don't stifle opinions or voices here at the C3 Panther Podcast. If you would like your voice to be heard, well, damn it, we give you the opportunity every single Friday at 7 p.m. on the Friday free-for-all where you can join the show and be a part of the show and make your voice heard. We've got a great group of guys that frequent the show, and it's a great discussion, man. Be a part of it Friday at 7 p.m. Tony, I can't possibly speak about anything else anymore. I mm-hmm. uh, wish that I had a show to go watch. We have a Warzone or Modern Warfare 2 you can download. Go watch Peripheral. You'll like it. It's a good show. There's four episodes. I actually now. am. When did the new episode come out? They drop on Fridays, but it's up to four episodes right now. So yeah, okay. So I've watched the first three. It's a, so okay. It's a good show. All right. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm gonna go do tonight. Uh, Ward, well, I gotta pay for that, don't I? CK. Yep. I'm talking about fine. the game. Yeah. No. Uh, no, the game. Oh. Uh, CK, Bat Daddy, y'all get yourselves out of here. Tell them how they can find y'all. Good to go. Uh, yeah, you can find me on all the social medias at Codizzle Allen. Um, and uh, and obviously you're gonna see me here on uh, every Tuesday night uh, post game. Uh, occasionally on the Friday free for all, actually playing free for all, um, and on Call of Duty, um, and uh, and then we have the Madden simulations on Saturday night, which predicted this exact same thing happening. By the way, um, oh, almost wow. almost to a T. It was uh, what was it, forty two to twenty one? Wow, that we went to today, and then it was like um, on that one, Cody. Do you remember what it was? It was like. I, it was that thirty something to twenty something. It, it was that close to what, to close to what we uh, just experienced today. Yeah, I'll tell you, uh, and I want I want to tell you because I, th- I it was very close, and I thought it was. Um, but and and last night we were redoing the prediction. I on the Friday free for all said we were going to lose by like four points, and it was going to be a low scoring affair. Last night on the free for all, I re- amended that. I felt like we were going to be. Uh, losing you know i said that we're gonna there's a potential for a big blowout and i have a feeling that it's going to be uh just that so we lost 38 to 21 uh on the so we got our score exactly right theirs was off by about four points like madden was almost to a t and it's uh gotten about like seven out of eight games right so far i think yeah yeah it's been pretty uh, pretty you think uh you think there's a parallel universe somewhere where we bumped up pj's stats and the Panthers did better in the sim, and then thereby did better in the game today. There definitely sure, is. Why not? <laughs> they're t- yeah, they're definitely. <laughs> right. Greg, how can they get after you? Uh, you can find me at the Bat Daddy Fifty Two on Twitter, or you can check me out on Friday nights live, nine PM Eastern Standard Time, at Geeks Chasing Squirrels Across the Multiverse on YouTube, and catch that audio anywhere you catch your audio podcast. We're talking about Andor Titans. Uh, peripheral and next week we're actually going to go on saturday because we're going to be watching black panther on friday 
But hey, Tony, I wanted to tell you, uh, you asked for a show and you're already three episodes in the peripheral. If you haven't watched Titans yet, I don't know if you watch any episodes at all. The I season. actually started the very first episode yesterday. The Should first I watch episode, it? the introduction. Yes, please watch it. The introduction of Robin in the first episode of Dick Grayson is by far one of the best superhero introductions ever in history of any movie ever or show ever. Okay. I'm telling you, it's great. Right. It's a really That's good so show. I'm, really I'm going to watch but... these shows. I'm going to come and hang out with you guys. Yeah, man, definitely. You'll right. like it. Take us out of here, Cody. Until next time, C3 Panther Nation. Keep pounding. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.